Dear Princess Celestia, Today we learned about Equestria's insane water cycle, absolutely shredded butterflies, the MILF state of mind, Jonathan friendship, and last but not least, a child with the most breakable legs in the world. Saddle up, everypony. It's showtime. Hello, everypony. Welcome back to Friendship is Content, a podcast where a new fan and an old brony watch and review every single episode of Friendship is Magic. My name is Echo. My name is Emily. Hey, everyone. Sorry we died. It's been a little (laughs) while. I'm on week three of still being sick. Yeah, and uh, I had three root canals last month and had a deep cleaning in my mouth that went so bad that they needed uh, eight eight numbing sessions, like eight injections of the of the juice that makes you not talk. So yeah, do you guys ever just have a time uh, where like your entire life feels like it's just going fucking insane? Because that's what <laughs> that's we feel us. like lately. That's what we feel like. <laughs> Especially because we're, like, and... on the cusp of getting to um, a Canterlot oh wedding, God. which we want to get to so goddamn bad. It, like, it, like physically uh, honestly, hurts me. I think that might be part of the reason why we haven't, is that we know we're so close to greatness, but we have to get over this little hill of, yeah, I know. of mediocrity. <laughs> yeah, because, spoiler, it's okay. it, it, it is... It is a bit They're mediocre. They're not all mediocre. They're not no. all. We're besties, my listeners, my my beautiful beloved friends. We're covering three episodes uh, this episode, and I think we need to stop covering three episodes because it's getting too long. <laughs> yeah, we're probably gonna start just doing two starting next time. Like all of all of season three is just gonna mm-hmm. be two episodes each. Just well, cause especially because like easier. one, we're. We're, man, these episodes get a little long. Oops. Which, hey, if you like the long episodes, sorry. If you don't like the long episodes, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, fair. no, uh, it, I, I guess for these first two seasons, we're like, ah, there's some we could, like, gloss over. But, uh, you know, the writing's, be, you know, finding its own way. And uh, I think it's it's time for us that we, we know enough about the show that we can talk about two episodes for a long enough thing. Like, our yeah. our... our Reasoning for doing three episodes in the first place was that we were worried that we wouldn't have enough to talk about, and boy, were we wrong. We could talk about everything in the show forever. Honestly, yeah. We we love to just talk about this shit for, like... We we genuinely could fill, like, a four-hour episode if we tried to. We, we Oh, God, yeah. It's insane. Um, <laughs> that's And also, actually... going forward... Uh, Season oh, sorry, three is the sh- is like the shortest season. It's it's either only That's twelve true. or thirteen episodes. So it's, it's thirteen, I believe. I yeah, think we're it's, doing like it's one like... three episode mm-hmm. in there because it's like a weird odd number, but yeah. Eh, eh, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, so you'd like to just do a one episode episode of the podcast? You, I'm sorry. Didn't you just say that we could record four hours we're of not, content once? I don't think there's a single episode in season three that isn't a two-parter and is worth talking about on its own. 
That sounds like a challenge. <laughs> All right. Well, season three might be a fucking weird season of Friendship is Content. <laughs> Anyway, let's let's get on with it. But before we do, we're recording on a very special day. Yes, we do you are. Know, do you know what today is? Yeah, the day that we're recording is actually the 13th year anniversary of Team Fortress 2. <laughs> Wait, did did TF2 come out the same day as Friendship is yes. Magic? Are you serious? Yes. No, wait. How did I it not? It came out. I'm sorry. It's the 13th episode of, or 13th season of My Little, the 13th anniversary of My Little Pony. It's actually the 16th anniversary of TF2. I think it came out three years prior. Okay. Okay. Because I was same like, day, I though. wouldn't know if it's they the came out day. the same exact day, but oh, yeah. well, hey, I'm surprised I didn't know that. Uh, but yeah, no. Hey, happy thirteen years to friendship is magic. They thank you, ponies. Yeah, <laughs> thank you, thank you, silly horse show for irreversibly changing the trajectory of our lives forever. Grins. Yeah, that's that's what I was gonna say, but I kind of stopped myself and pulled the plug. <laughs> yeah. Hey, let's let's get into it. Let's let's get started. Cause hey, actually, I'm really excited to talk about this episode. Yeah. Uh, the first episode we watched was hurricane fluttershy we watched hurricane fluttershy we watched ponyville confidential and mystery on the friendship express and the name makes sense when we get there don't yeah uh, don't worry about the they will yeah mystery uh, it's got three m's hey hurricane fluttershy actually used to be my favorite episode of season two outside of the finale and intro which is wild looking back because i definitely don't think that's the case anymore uh but I have some special history with this with Hurricane Fluttershy, and I we'll we'll talk about it when we're wrapping up, okay? Yeah, Hurricane Fluttershy is definitely the best of the three here. Oh, I wouldn't, oh, absolutely. I wouldn't say it's like I I wouldn't say it's like a favorite of mine, but uh, it's it's decently decently high up there. Uh, but yeah, give give me the long and short. Yeah, so Hurricane Fluttershy is about uh the pegasi in ponyville or i guess around in and around ponyville because rainbow dash is included uh they have to make a tornado to get water up to cloudsdale to make the clouds and so it's kind of weather is insane in equestria (laughs) yeah we'll get to the weird water system when we get there (laughs) um it's kind of a presentation for Spitfire and also kind of just like a civic duty thing. And Fluttershy... Think of the, think of the falling of the leaves back in season one about yeah. how they do the race to get the leaves off the trees for fall. It's it's yeah. a similar kind of tradition, so... Yes, and Fluttershy is not feeling it and Rainbow Dash has to try to get her involved. And that's pretty much the long and short of it. Yeah. Do you want to take the cold open? Sure. I actually, uh, I don't, I don't mind this open. It's really short. Uh, oh yeah, but the cold it, open it's, is really hell, short. Hell, it's really short. Actually, I realize I was saying that yeah. there is only like five lines until the theme song happens. Um, we see, we see Dash flying around Ponyville, leaving little flyers everywhere about like, hey, you know, there's a meeting. It's mandatory for Pegasi. You know, come on, come on down to, to the. I don't know what I guess. Oh yeah, this is being held in uh, Twilight's. Uh, yeah, little tree, her little book nook. Yes, so, uh, and hey, you know how I said I don't mind this opener. I take it back because I do seriously mind because Dash says 
library tonight. Be cool or be mule. No offense. And then there's a mule there that says none taken. And I'm just like, what? Can we can we be fucking nice to the mules of Equestria? What is We're... with the mule racism? This okay. is our like fourth time this has happened. Do we have like really... a mule racism counter? Really quickly, I want to cover. I want to ask you a question. Because there is a mule in this episode and a mule in mm-hmm. Mystery of the Friendship in the Friendship Express. Yes, there is. And we kind of we have some stuff to unpack about mules. Do you just want to take an aside and do it now, or do you want to do it during Mystery? Let's do it later because okay. I actually have something to say about that okay. character. Uh, but what I do like about this intro is as Dash is filing everyone into the into the library, you know, for this mandatory meeting. <laughs> we we see uh, Fluttershy hiding uh, in a tree, mm-hmm. which, as I've mentioned previously, uh, one of the biggest like in-jokes of the fandom for season one was Fluttershy saying she'd like to be a tree, and by God, she did it. <laughs> she, she was a did tree. It. She was, so in fact, this is, a tree. This is maybe a nod to, to us, the fandom, or it's, I mean, it, it could have been written anyway. It's very much in, you know, in character for her, but... I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. It could be. I mean, considering the kind of stuff that they do in season two, it does feel like it could have been a nod to... Yeah. I mean, plus, like, there is a lot of derpy in the background this episode. Like, she's already been in this little opener, too, so... But, yeah, that's that. Dash is spreading the word. She's racist against a mule. Uh, And Flourish eyes a tree. The end. (laughs) And we get the, uh, you know, the My Little Pony intro. And then, it after the intro, after the theme song... It hard, now this is something I like. Yeah, this it is what hard I like. cuts to a like a black and white countdown like wipe filter like an old uh, fucking movie, and we get like basically movie, yeah. yeah like a projector movie. Yes, thank you. It's like an informational black and white movie about. Yeah, can I? Yeah, please. Take Let it me. Away. Can I talk about the art direction of this? Like here, let's. Let's split this in half. I've got here. I got a little cake knife. Let me let me give you a little slice. Uh, okay. I I want to talk about mm, this is delicious. Uh, let me talk about this delicious art direction, and then you'll unpack the the lore and storytelling of this. Yeah, but, I'm gonna go uh, fucking I, insane <laughs> in a second here, you guys. I think that no joke. This little uh this little film that we're about to see might take up a majority of this episode. <laughs> Honestly, probably. Uh, yeah. No, um what we see is a little countdown to a black and white old film grains uh 50s like 50s commercial like infomercial style uh edutainment tra- like tape. Uh and and we see this black and white uh video that's very much in the style of uh of like UPA, mid-century modern uh think Think, like, if you see, like, cereal commercials or, like, car commercials in the 50s uh, with those kind of, like, large outlines and uh, simple colors, which, and, which is hard to say because uh, there, there's no colors here. This is just a grayscale, like, film. Uh, it, I think the best way to compare this to people who aren't aware of what I'm talking about is if you've seen The Iron Giant, you know, there's that whole thing where the main character is watching the duck and cover thing about nuclear warfare. Oh, so it's yeah, like you absolutely. need to Yeah. Uh it's like you need to be prepared. It's all it's got a little catchiness and it's a little smarmy and aloof. I, I I'm not sure how to Question. describe it, but yeah, what's up? Like Fallout. Yeah. 
like Fallout. Yeah, yeah like the kind I was of avo- Fallout property. I was avoiding that until it oh, exactly. Yeah. It is it is fifties and sixties almost propaganda educational yeah. uh video. It's I, I'm stuttering yeah. over my words real bad, but I love this and I like not only like this is just fun from an art direction. But this little uh, trailer or video that all the Pegasus are watching in here, I-, I like the implication that this has been passed around for ages. Like, if this is, like, yes. a reflection of mid-century modern arts, and if their the art of Equestria progresses the same way as art did, like, this has been around for, like, decades, which I think is really interesting. So, mm-hmm. but that's a- enough vagueness on my part. I, I apologize for stuttering over. It's-, it's hard to describe visuals sometimes, but what what does this little video talk about? Oh, boy. So, <laughs> the reason that Dash has gathered all of the Pegasi is because they, the way that Cloudsdale makes the clouds is they bring rainwater up from the ground by making a tornado all of the pegasi they fly around in a circle and make a big tornado and then when they reach 800 wing power uh they are able to move the water up through like the 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 tornado kind of like a like a sand devil for water it's i don't yeah, like a dust devil. It, it, yeah. It's, I mean, or like a water spout. It's very yeah, like much, a water it is spout. a tornado. Yes, that's what I was a tornado for. of water. Yeah. And then it's able to make its way to Cloudsdale from there. They It mentions <laughs> that this is where clouds come from. This is how clouds exist. I, it's... <sighs> Well, here specifically, like, do you care if I read one of the lines uh, sure, from this? Please. Yes. Uh, and I'll read it exactly in the voice of the narrator too. So yeah, please care, right? go Just... for it. <laughs> Every living thing depends on the life-giving nourishment of rainwater, and it's up to Cloudsdale to provide rain-filled clouds to every corner of Equestria. Just, just like that. Just like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's exactly like. Hey. That. All this... okay. of the okay. rain in Equestria. <laughs> so. Hey, here's, quest- here's... I've got a question. Yeah. I've got a question, I've got a yeah. question for you. Uh-huh. Is, is the water cycle just straight up not a thing in Equestria? The water cycle in Equestria is broken. <laughs> There's a couple of things I want to point out about this. This... <sighs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I guess yeah. this implies that... The heat from the sun and the ultraviolet radiation is not enough to evaporate water into clouds. <laughs> is this is uh, is this I, something I mean... that is affected by Celestia, who is able to directly control the sun? Is this something that is only in a like Equestria proper and not like outside of that? In one of the episodes coming up, we see. I think it's. I think I might actually be in the Canterlot wedding episode. Uh, we see like these like badlands in the background. Is that because they don't have water? Because there's no Pegasi <laughs> living there? Is, d- yeah, are there uh, places it's... that don't have Pegasi that don't have water because they can't? What? What is? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, here's the thing. Later on, we do see uh, types of beings that live in the ocean, and it's like, do they? 
How do they manage their water cycle? Is it different? Is it still a part of Equestria? I don't know. This is a lot. Are there and tides? Are there currents? <laughs> how does the how does the sun and moon with oh my god with the sun and moon being volatile like they are, like the fact that we could have an eternal night? That means that the tides are artif- like not just artificial in terms of like us having a natural satellite, but artificial in the way that they can be really fucked up by the ability to raise and lower the moon. The fact that the sun isn't evaporating the water, and the fact that Cloudsdale <laughs> isn't stockpiling extra water? What are they doing? <laughs> what is know, going on? This is fun. This is one of the <laughs> most insane things they could possibly do. There's only one more insane thing that happens in this episode that I will get to later mm-hmm. that makes me so mad. <laughs> and the, as a remark, this is presented in a cutesy, almost like prop, like post-war propaganda styled grayscale advertisement video meant for classrooms yes yeah (laughs) absolutely yeah this is one of those like old school psa you know duck and cover kind of things but like just man the water cycle doesn't exist (laughs) evaporation doesn't exist just do glasses condensate what is happening (laughs) what is that this okay i there are two prevailing theories that I have about the way that Equestria works scientifically. <laughs> One, I, I'm feeling you pulled out the the board with the yes, lines I have the, I have fully are... pulled out the big like whiteboard <laughs> and I'm like scribbling Pepe Silvia's big and squally yes, as I can. You are uh, Pepe Silvia. Like this is my Pepe right Silvia now. moment. <laughs> the way that the way that the laws of physics work in Equestria is my Pepe Silvia moment. Um. Mm-hmm. So here's the two thing. Here's the two possibilities. One is that Celestia has <sighs> the existence of alicorns makes it so that like I, I I can't even like articulate the kinds of things that I'm thinking right now. The thing is like it's meant to be like goofy haha kids, right? Like it's meant to be like an allegory for like this being toys, and so this world is like artificial it's almost like this is sort of like a barren uninhabitable place and only by playing in this space with your my little pony dolls does the water <laughs> cycle even happen does well, there, like animals there's get our ultimate twist is that coma theory uh tired broke we don't need that the the ponies aren't asleep and it's all a dream everyone's a toy and they're the toy <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like they've taken that to like a hyper meta contextual level. This idea that like without the intervention of these outside agents, this world doesn't function anymore. It's like a toy box. It's like your toys. If there is not a little kid to play with these My Little Pony dolls and run them into each other and throw them off the table like it's a cliff, like they don't have stories they don't function and their world doesn't exist and that is what their world feels like but putting that into like a literal translation is one of the scariest (laughs) fucking things that i have ever conceived hey echo can i two things one we need to get you to watch more horror media if, if that's one of the scariest things you've conceived. <laughs> Bro, the fucking two, Babadook can- <laughs> doesn't hold a goddamn candle to the idea that the water cycle doesn't exist. 
You're so right, Bessie. How could I have been so naive? <laughs> That's, that's, that's horrific. And that, here, here's the thing. Oh, you know, you should watch more horror movies. Oh, you know, fucking Alien or the original Halloween. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, there's a guy with a knife. Imagine if the sun turned off tomorrow. I like your thoughts that's that all horror. horror movies are just slashers. That it well, is all just scary men with knife. Like, yeah, that's all it is. Man, it's man. scary. You're like, scary yeah, that's what horror is, right? There's a, there's a guy and he's scary. Yeah, there's, no, there's a guy no other, and he's got a knife. No other... T- even though I'm literally begging you to watch Nope with me, which is a movie specifically about how horrifying beings that aren't humans are. Like I won't do that. Anyway, hey, no, you. Uh, I'm gonna. I'll make you watch it. Two, two. Okay, you, I need to make my second point. Two. Uh, can I tell you a little secret about my little point? That's like it's a little under the radar. Are you ready? Yeah. It was made by Hasbro. Did you know that Hasbro no. makes toys? Yeah, no. The thing is, it's like <laughs> the I, the point that I'm trying to make here is that I know the point you're trying is, to make. It's just it's so funny to me. Yeah, no. I mean, that's like the point of it is that it is Hasbro and these are toys and like the reason that their world functions the way that it does is because they are toys. And like that is why animals don't feed themselves. That is why you know, the water cycle doesn't happen. It's why the sun can just not come up and everybody's just kind of like, oh no, this is bad. I guess we'll deal with it at some point. It's like, it's why these things can like happen the way they are is because they are toys. But like imagining that in a real life <laughs> scenario is just horrific. But you know what else it is? What's up? It's pretty funny. Oh, it's pretty funny. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Like, let's this train is like off the tracks. Let's let's bring it back because uh Just wait, it's gonna come back short. in about three minutes because there's something oh else I wanna God. point out. Great, great, but But it's fine, yeah. The <laughs> the long story short, little fifties video talking about how it's your duty. Uh, and that they need 800 wing power, which I guess is, it's like horsepower, but for Pegasi. And that's the minimum that they need to lift up the water out of, like, the, like, reservoirs and into the sky. I also uh, pointed out that then, since this was 2011, 2010, that, mm-hmm. that, like, over 800 wing power, I'm like, oh, man, there were, like, 100 billion over 9,000 jokes. Oh, it's like, yeah. Like, there when was... we're looking at the wiki oh right now, it's th- that screenshot of the 800 yeah. is captioned with, it's over 799. I'm like, okay, well. Yeah. <laughs> this, sure, this sure was the 2010s. Classic. Uh, is there anything else you need to say about this film, or can we move on with with our goddamn lives? <laughs> uh, I do want to move on, but I do want to say that, like, they do a funny... This, this episode has this funny recurring bit where the stuff that happens in the background is not actually in the background uh so like you know how when you see old films like sometimes they do the dramatic thing of like the film being like like corrupted or eaten like like burned oh, because yeah, film no, like it burns gets, really it gets easily. too hot yeah it gets it, the the film gets too hot and when something goes wrong if there's like a jam or something it'll start to disintegrate and that's right. what happens here so good yeah. i hope they have copies of this otherwise this is lost media in equestria <laughs> but my point was that like you know how that's like a like a common trope with videos mm-hmm, yeah. of this period but they actually like all go spy because he's the one that accidentally burned it and so like that yeah it wasn't it wasn't just a transition yeah to back to reality it was yeah no it was clever it was both There's a lot and, of clever things this episode mm-hmm. and they immediately do that again when uh rainbow dash asks like she explains all this stuff and she goes any questions and then there's like an awkward cough from the crowd 
and she oh fuck what's his name god damn it Thunderlane. I right she like looks and she's uh, like Thunderlane. you better not be I sick to, i have to talk about Thunderlane. <laughs> yeah it, it's like it's this it's the idea of like you know the cough in the background is meant to be like oh nobody's saying anything but she but points said, it out you know, and it's, it's like yeah oh, it's it's like a funny like bringing the like background stuff into the foreground and I really yeah enjoy it's that. yeah it's clever like I think maybe that's why at first I'm like oh yeah I love this opener and I think it's because I thought this was part of the opener I forgot that it was so short you know that like uh, this was post uh, interesting but Emily? hey yeah no uh, what's up before we get to before we get to Thunderlane can I say mm-hmm. something that you're gonna be mad at me about what are you gonna be mad at me about guess who it was who what god damn cindy morrow yeah again. hey hey guess what i don't know if we're keeping this or not i was gonna make a mention of that at the end yeah no uh <laughs> fucking hell i know she she's i was i was good are we keeping it's this just in or let's, yeah we're keeping it let's bring it let's, oh fuck okay yeah no I, I i have a note at the very end that i was gonna be like hey echo it's your girl god it's your girl it. with her banger character writing it's just it's like I try not, I, I've been trying not to look at who's been writing episodes recently, but like whenever I have an episode where I'm like, man, this is really good. This was like written really well. It's like really or, concise. Or, man, this or, was really bad. Yeah. This was like written like <laughs> shit. They only have like a couple funny visual gags and like the rest of it is mm-hmm. written like garbage and the characters are bad. It's always Cindy Morrow and AKR. Every time. Every time. <laughs> Yeah, no, Sydney, Sydney Morrow, because uh, for God a reminder, people are either just jumping in or whatever. Like, uh, I mean, she's on a, she's on a winning streak. She wrote Sisterhood Social. Uh, mm-hmm. She wrote Family Appreciation Day and Read mm-hmm. and Weep. And it's like, those all have such solid character writing and, yeah. like, humor. So, uh, yeah, and AKR wrote uh, Dog and Pony Show. <laughs> yeah, she sure did. She, she sure did. <laughs> anyway, go Ugh. on. And anyway, anyway, Dash's Gamer presentation is giving everyone the, like, all right, you know what the deal is. Uh, Philadelphia was doing real good with the record, but I think we could do even better. And she's, like, she's got her game face on. And in this scene, we see a bunch of new characters that were, like, really popular in the fandom for a while. So I'll, I'll keep it, I'll, I'll try to keep it brief. Yeah. Just because uh, we've spent so much time on the this scene already. We haven't left Twilight's house. Uh, we see Thunderlane. That's the character who coughed. He is a dark gray pegasus with a, a blue and white mane. And he's uh, he was like pretty popular from like a, a fan art standpoint. Like I know that he had a few fan songs. Uh, and his he's character is just... He's a really good design. And that that's all. Uh, we, have, we have Cloud Chaser and Flitter, which are these two kind of like... I guess a little valley girlish. They're uh, yeah. They're both lavender with uh, blue manes. Uh, and Cloud Chaser specifically has this crazy, like, super spiky thing going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the <laughs> I totally forgot that Cloud Chaser uh, shares the name with another Pegasi, also named Cloud Chaser. Oops, because <laughs> I I guess that that other Cloud Chaser is a a stallion who actually kind of looks like Thunderlane. Uh, was later on in season four, I think, because uh, Cloud Chaser was originally called Stormwalker, but something something got switched around, and uh, they're two Cloud Chasers now. Oops. <laughs> I mean that I don't even. I'm not even like mad at that. Like there are people in the world named John. There's more I don't than think one that's of them. True. I think it's okay if we have two Cloud Chasers. <laughs> yeah. No, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Uh, and, and two more. Uh, I'll save the, b- Thank the you. biggest save the for, best last, for last, of course. Yeah, I'll save the best for last. 
you'll see. Uh, uh, we also have Blossom Forth, which I think is one of the most underrated background characters ever. Like, okay. I mean, as when we say background characters, I mean, like, we're talking Lyra and Bon Bon maybe right. have one line and just exist background. We're not saying, like, secondary. Uh, but she she's a pegasi. She's white with a, a mane that's kind of like Twilight's uh, that's pink and green. And she's little freckles. Uh, she shares a, a, a name and, and is kind of similar to a G3 pony, also named Blossom Forth. And I just really like her. And I'm sad that, like, she never got nearly as much fan art as the, the other characters I've mentioned when this episode came out. And that makes me sad, because I think she's pretty. <laughs> the oh, end. Yeah. That's all. Uh, but the the most important boy we need to talk about is uh, Bulk Biceps. <laughs> my man. My, uh, my man. So, Bulk Biceps is a pegasi that's maybe four times the size of everyone else that looks just roided out beyond he's, belief. He's fucking <laughs> enormous. He has a buzzed blonde mane, like a buzz cut, <laughs> and his wings are like the size of like I'm one like of his eyes. Yeah, they're like scootaloo sized wings, and so it's just like so disproportionate to his body. Uh, and he likes <laughs> to yell. This cutie marks a dumbbell. Oh, yeah, he it is loves a dumbbell. to yell. And what does he love to yell? Uh, he loves to yell, yeah. He he loves, yeah. The only things this, this dude says is, he's just a hype man. This yeah. is the biggest bro you've ever seen. And uh, a few things, uh, immediately this guy was a hit because it's very funny seeing this shredded mountain man next to all these, like, Wayfish little ponies. Yeah, uh, it's it's insane. This... <laughs> Look up bulk it's biceps. Very... Uh, it's funny because he didn't have a name for a while. We only got his name uh, when the voice actor was credited to it, like on a resume, mm-hmm. uh, and then later on through like the show and the card game. Uh, but I learned that there were two fan names, and the one that I knew was a lot of people called him Snowflake because that's funny, you know. It's like yeah. oh yeah, the big yeah. But I just found out that some other people also called him Horsepower. <laughs> That's funny. Which is, which is pretty good. <laughs> oh, I really like Horsepower. I know, it's good. I get why they didn't do it, but like, damn, that's yeah. a really good one. Good job, yeah, Fandom. Yeah, I know. Good job, Fandom. And I, I literally never heard that until today. Uh, but anyway, no, those are, we just, right off the bat, in this crowd, have a bunch of background characters that were just a hit with the Fandom right, right away. The visually and personality and yeah, it was, it was good. So, nice. but they're they're all hyped. Other than uh, Thunderlane having a little cough, uh, except for Fluttershy. Fluttershy's there, and she's uh, not not stoked. Not stoked to be a part of this. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, she like sneaks out, doesn't she? I, I can't. Right. Remember. Yes, she does sneak out because in my notes I wrote Fluttershy dodges the draft. <laughs> Fluttershy dodges the draft. And Good Dash has to like, and Dash has to go to her house and try to get her to show up at uh, flying. Oh practice. yeah, right. Because we see we see this little track and field thing where everyone's practicing. They're doing like yes. wing push-ups, which is funny. Uh, and yeah, no, everyone's getting ready, but Fluttershy isn't there. And Dash is. She's. I like when she's got this little hat and whistle on when she's like in coach mode. I think it, yeah. it's fun. Yeah, Dash's goal is to get everybody's wing power up to ten so that they can break a thousand, which is way more than they need because they only need eight hundred. Uh, they want to yeah, break they, a new they record. Wanna, they want to make a new record. Going to be there. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, because of course you know it's Dash is getting her her little coaching skills. Uh, yes, ready to to impress the Wonderbolts. 
Yeah, or not so necessarily she... all of the water belts, but like the captain. So right, yeah, yeah, yeah. The captain's bit fire, uh, and she has her little, like you said, the little cap and whistle, and she goes to Fluttershy's house, and Fluttershy has all of these spots, and she's like, oh. <laughs> I have it's the you. pony pox. I'm sorry, I can't come with you. And Rainbow Dash just like douses her in water, and like the fake spots come off, and she's like, "Oh, it's like, wow, come on. <laughs> I'm feeling, I'm feeling better." And then she takes a couple steps back. And she's like, "Oh, ow, my wing!" And just like wipes out, and it's like, "Oh no, now I can't fly." <laughs> yeah, and Dash scares her, and she flies up in the air, and mm-hmm. so, uh, and we get this moment from Dash that I like think is really written well where she's like oh my god yes i was gonna say that too yeah she's doing all this harsh stuff you know she like straight up dumps a bucket of water on her and she like scares her with the whistle to like make her fly but then she's like hey like i get that you're trying to like not do this like what's going on like talk to me and it's just really like like, it back and it's like it's nice we're seeing some character development you know it's like da- this is not how dash probably would have behaved in season one it's she's learning yeah. to you know like respect fluttershy's boundaries of that you know fluttershy's she you know she she usually tries her best but there's, there's something else here going on yeah it's fun because it's it's sort of the idea of like dash doesn't want to get tricked she's like no this is all bullshit and you're lying like don't lie to me but then she's like but why are you lying and it's like a really like yeah it's it's, it's tender a nice moment. moment yeah yeah, and we don't usually get that. And then Fluttershy says that uh, she doesn't want to fly around people because they used to make fun of her. And we get a little flashback of little lanky, which means baby we get more Fluttershy. baby Fluttershy. Which that's always a treat to me because I just I adore little adolescent Fluttershy and her dumb little toothpick legs. <laughs> yeah, she's so trans. She's so baby <laughs> trans. I love Fluttershy. Wait, can I make a brief tangent? Yeah. I can't remember if I've said this before, but I remember one of my first commissions ever was I had a friend uh, commission me to draw Fluttershy using the computer. Uh-huh. And I remember that image got used as one of those like Tumblr confession blogs, you know, where uh-huh. people take like images yeah. and put like text over it. And it was said like, I imagine Fluttershy to be trans and that she connects with others on the internet. And I was so wow. confused at the time that my art was used in that. I'm like, wait, why? <laughs> but <laughs> Wow, you were queer before you knew it. Exactly. It's uh, yeah. uh, and then we get back out of that flashback to the present day where Dash is like, "Look, I I get it, and it sucks to like be afraid of things, but like you know, we need you, and it's not going to be that bad." And Fluttershy says that she just can't do it. Uh, but then she concedes, and Rainbow Dash hugs her, and uh, she agrees to fly with the group. Can I? <laughs> yeah. What's up? <sighs> Can I do my bit now? What's your bit? Twilight's on the screen, everyone, just so you're aware. They go <laughs> at this back point. to Twilight, where she has this little this little windmill contraption. Anometer. Yes, an anometer. An anometer. Uh, and they ask her, Cloud Chaser asks, what does this do? She says, word for word, verbatim, this is an an anometer. It measures your accelerative velocity and translates it into wing power, thus gauging your cumulative H2O anti-gravitational potential. <laughs> what? Yeah, what's up? What's up? Anti-gravitational 
they could have used another word here. And, like, Emily's like, oh, you know, it's a goofy kid's show. They're just pulling shit out of their hat. But, like, during the fucking It's About Time, they have, like, an actual formula on the board. If they're gonna go for, like, something that kids won't understand anyway, go for the real thing. But implying that (laughs) anti-gravitational means that, like, Pegasi... First of all, I have a theory that all... Uh, ponies are inherently like magic like earth and earth ponies and pegasi do have some like remnants of magic from when they were Which all for, like an alicorn race for better or worse g5 does prove but we don't we're, we're not gonna talk about g5 right now <laughs> i don't want to talk about g5 ever um <laughs> and so i guess this implies that like pegasi have some sort of like when they are flying, it is some kind of magic, and, like, wing power is measured. It's, like, a measurement of that level of magic, because, like, anti-gravitational is not what you would use there. It's, like, if you want to say it's, like, a vacuum, that's fine. That could raise up water in this theoretical, weird, fucked-up version of the, uh, the laws of physics. But, like, anti-gravitational? That's not real. Well, Cindy Morrow. What if if I? What if I threw a curveball at you? I'm so scared. What if the water is magic? Don't do this to me. Don't do this to me. Don't you fucking do this to me. I can't do this right now. Why? Why not? Don't you? Don't you do this to me. The water can't be magic. Water has memories. We can't do this. We can't do this. Frozen two. Walt Disney animation studio. The water. (laughs) I'm like having like war flashbacks. Yeah, it's just there's like a a nuke going off in the background. Yeah, helicopter noises. Um. Anyway, put that put that feather in your cap. You keep that for. I'm I am making shit up. Who the rest of this episode's kind of boring. Yeah, we got we gotta pick it up. No, we I'm gonna be real it, with you. But, the rest of this episode's kind of boring. It's, there's, it has its moments, but no, I it's, guess. we see we, we have Twilight has this this machine, this anti gravitational, I guess, machine <sighs> that records wing power. So everyone's trying it out. Uh, we see we we see Dash spray some like oh gosh, what what is what is she spraying around? I I don't know. I, I think like Thunder Lane still has a cough, and right. oh yeah, she's like spraying like this like anti-germ thing, and it's like cut it out. We we, we everyone needs to be in tip-top shape, uh, and so they're all testing their their wing speed, their wing power. So everyone's lining up and giving it a shot, and they're like, "Wow, everyone's doing great! Yay!" Uh, and it's Fluttershy's turn, you know, after Dash of course kicks ass and was was doing crazy stunts and all. It's like, all right, Fluttershy, you're next, and she's like. <laughs> She's like cowering in the grass, like this little, like a little weevil. It's like, oh, you're mm-hmm. just a little bug to me. You're just. <laughs> she looks. She looks um, down, and we get that little like snoot where the our favorite thing, down. little pony looking down angle that we love I so love much. It. Uh, I love it so much. <laughs> it's like, okay, it's your turn, right? Give it your all, and then she flies super slowly, and she's happy with herself. But then she notices that uh, some of the ponies uh, nearby are, are kind of giggling a little bit, and. She starts getting flashbacks thinking about the kids that used to laugh at her when when she was struggling to fly as a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they would chant, like, Fluttershy, 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 can hardly fly. And she gets, like, echoes of it in her mind, even though no one's saying that. And she passes the, the reader quietly, and Twilight's sheepishly like, that was good! And it's, she, like, hardly made it move. It, it, yeah, it was, it, a, it was it, point five. It was a point five. 
Yeah, most I, of them are going for like, 10. She got 8.5. Yeah. Spike is the one who has a clipboard who's taking note of everything. I like that he says 0. 0.5. Isn't that like less than one? And then Twilight just like smacks him on the head. Just bonk. Yeah. yeah. And so she cries and runs off. Uh, because and... she's like in panic mode. There's this like shot of her like surrounded by like eyeballs where she's like hyperventilating and having a panic attack. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, the expressions in this episode are pretty good. Oh yeah, they're really good. Because there's that one, and then there's one later that I really like. Um, but she goes to a little field where she's surrounded by animals, and she's just, like, straight up, like, sobbing, like, full tears running down <laughs> her face. There's this shot of her, like, where she's been crying into the grass, and when she lifts her head, her, like, mouth and, like, cheeks are just covered in grass from just yeah. sobbing into the dirt. It's, it's pretty funny. It's very good. Um, and she talks to all the animals, and eventually they hype her up, and she's like, no. No, you're right. I can do this. I can I can make a difference and I can fly good. And so they do like this whole rocky, it's like a rocky training montage. montage. Yeah. She puts on these like a headband and like leg warmers. It's very cute. I like this little exercise fit. Yeah. Uh and and to help her get ready the animals have these like masks of ponies on to like it's simulate so a crowd. Scary, dude. <laughs> They're pretty creepy. They're just um, eyeless horse masks. Mm-hmm. I, I like during the sequence she's doing tug of war with a butterfly. Yes, that was one thing <laughs> so I was either, gonna mention. <laughs> either Fluttershy really is just the most wayfish little being on the planet, or that butterfly is shredded. <laughs> Could be both. I think the Fluttershy. That's the same. I think really. the butterfly is fucking ripped. I think the butterfly is like the strongest creature on the planet. <laughs> yeah. The other funny the other funny bit in this montage is she like starts crying and then it close ups on her face and she sucks <laughs> yeah, the tear yeah. back into her eye. Yeah, like just like slur- it, it's like <laughs> have you ever seen Clyde with a chance of meatballs? <laughs> no. There's a bit with the cop who who's like he's very much like a Mr. T type, and he uh-huh. like st- he does that too. Where he's like not now, and then just slurps it back up by squinting really hard. That's funny. It's the, sa- it's the same. It's really good. Pretty good. Uh, uh, and then she goes and she's like, "I'm gonna try again. I'm stronger now." She's feeling herself. She's yeah, like she's, she's doing like a little confident. like spin in the sky and like hell. Even like angels hyping her up, which is is that something? Because Angel hypes no one up. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Angel's usually a little cunt, but Angel is, uh... <laughs> No, it's- he's- yeah, he's lifting him up. Everyone is being so supportive. Hell, mm-hmm. like, ever like, other than, like, uh, Cloud Chaser and Flitter being a little rude, like, everyone is so supportive of her this episode. Like, Dash is yeah. rooting her on, and, and Twilight's rooting her on. Uh, but yeah, we're back at the field. We're gonna give it another go as, uh, she- she re-enters the scene with all her animal friends. It's like, alright, let's go. Mm-hmm. Uh... And she revs up, and she speeds around the track, and she goes past the little ananometer, uh, and it's a two point three. It's a two point three, and which naturally, she... Flourishai gets so upset because yeah, she's you know it's... very upset about it, and like I feel so like I guess spoiler for the end of the episode, the kind of message of this is like everybody's contribution matters, you know. I feel almost like a better takeaway from the episode is like growth. The personal growth cannot be measured by other people's growth. Like, the idea that, yeah, like... comparison like Dash... is the mind killer. As yeah. an artist, comparison will kill you. It's exactly. killing me right now. <laughs> yeah, like, Dash is like, oh, we want to all get up to ten so that we can get a thousand. 
And, like, she's upset. Fluttershy's upset because she didn't reach 10. You know, she's nowhere near 10. She's only at 2.3. That's not even a fourth. But, like, that is over That's a massive four times. For her. That's over four yeah. times what she was before. Like, putting her, like, nose to the grindstone and actually trying. Like, she improved so much. And, like, that's... That, I think, is a really important message to be, like... Look at how much further you have grown as a person. It's not that you should measure yourself yeah. to this standard, this actual numerical standard. It's like you have grown leaps and bounds since you've gotten out of your shell and started to actually, like, you know, do like you, you try know, and do your, do best, your best and like yeah. not let these things get you down. And I'll I'll have more to say about that when we get to Lord of Celestia and my personal story with this episode. Uh, yes, but yeah, no, it's it's uh it I. It's so heartwarming seeing Dash and Twilight be so supportive of her. And even Spike's kind of being a little shit and he's... Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he's like eight. Yeah, but and, and I like that uh, Twilight uses like her magic to like yank him away by the hand. It's just be, mm. being the older sibling, you know. Uh, but it's... Uh, the time Time's running out because it's the big day. We get this scene that's like at dusk. We have some pretty skies and backgrounds. Yeah. You can see Cloudsdale in this like lovely uh, warm pink and yellow. It's it's lovely. Mm-hmm. Uh, and everyone's here and Spitfire's showed up. She's here next to this giant machine, this giant windmill thing that will help measure the wind power. Yeah, well, I wouldn't say everybody's here. Well, I uh, guess that's true. Because <laughs> and everyone's out... not here is a thing. Because we find out pretty quickly that um, Cloud Chaser is in the hospital with Feather Flu. Because, spoiler alert, that coughing that we've seen since the beginning of the From episode... From Thunderlane. That, that, or, yes, Thunderlane, I'm sorry. Uh, that background in the foreground thing was actually a build-up to this, which is... Yeah, that, that a like, bunch of people got sick with Povid. That's Povid yeah, COVID to you. I called them Povid. <laughs> I called it Povid-19, yeah. But it's, it's the Feather Flu. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, over over twenty percent, because they said that they might not have enough over twenty percent. Because mm-hmm. if they all hit ten, then they would need eighty people out of the one hundred to hit it, and they're worried that they might not even hit that. So it could be less than it could be more than twenty percent. Yeah, it's that. Not only are they worried about not being able to like get their record they're going for, but getting the job done at all, which is bad. yes. Yeah. Um, and so they fucking kick it. They're, They're like, all right, let's, like, we gotta do it anyway. Let's go. Yeah. Dash is like, we can do it. And she gets up there and they, they all start flying around and uh, Twilight's measuring their uh, wind wing power to make sure they make it. And Fluttershy shows up to, you know, make sure that they're all okay. And like, she wants to And also, it's, it's crazy. Them, so. Like, this scene is actually kind of like the wind is going nuts. Like, yeah. Spike is not able to hang on. Like, trees are being uprooted by like the wind power. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. So they're actually like, able like, to make a tornado, like a legitimate yeah. tornado. It's yeah, yeah, scary. But like the it, it's really cool seeing like the the build up to this, seeing the water get like pulled up through the the lake, and it, it's it's a cool effect. It's the animation episode. It's pretty good. Yeah, but then it all falls apart. Because, uh, nope, not enough. Yep, and they all fall, and the water splashes back down, and Dash smashes into a tree, and we have a funny bit where her eyes come out the other side. Like a <laughs> I, lo- I, lo- I love it, yeah. It's pretty funny. Uh, and then everyone crashes, like, people are wiped out, and they're just like, well, shit, we gotta go again. And, and everyone, specifically Twilight and Dash, are like, Fluttershy, please, you, like, 
you, you just gotta try, you know? It's like, we could use any help that we can get. Like, and, you know, they're like, and that can make a difference. So, naturally, she, she, uh, she braves up. She, she puts on her goggles and dips into the tornado and lends a hand and notices that the, it, it starts to work. The, the meter's going up. It's, she's going past her best recorded 2.3. It's, it's going well. And, Lo and behold, she she used her determination, and it, it works. They were able to use this water tornado and make that big old spout of water shoot into the sky into Cloudsdale, and it, they did it. And it's all because of Fluttershy's help. Yeah. Can I bitch and moan about something real fast? Yeah, because I think I might have to bitch and moan about the same thing. <laughs> cool. So it was capping out at two uh, at seven ninety five, like right below mm-hmm. eight hundred, uh, and it was Fluttershy's contribution that pushed it up over the top. Uh, not Spitfire, who is just sitting there watching and is yeah, one, of, hey, the most, hey, one of the strongest flyers in Equestria. <laughs> you want to help? You want to help out? <laughs> this, is only, this is only the livelihood of every living creature in Equestria because yeah. this is what makes the clouds. But, like, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. You could just, like, sit there and Yeah, chill. it's fine. You can it's just cool. watch and hang out. It's yeah, cool. It's, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Uh, <laughs> I, Jesus. Yeah, no, it's... Listen, okay, but to be fair, that's very much a cinema sins kind of thing where it's like oh, I would have made it like... so that it was seven ninety and then she brought it up to <laughs> seven ninety five and then Fluttershy pushed it over the top. Like, yeah. But yeah, no, I was gonna say the same thing. It's it's yeah. very funny when you think about it. it's like, wait a fucking minute, you're like the best flyer in the land. You wanna help? <laughs> like, yeah, you are like I like yeah. at this point, like I know it's tradition. I know that you're the overseer, but like if it's if you're like facing a, a weather crisis, maybe out of yeah. just a little, a little bit of help, you know? Yeah. Uh, after and that's the, that. It's oh yeah. yeah continue, continue, continue. Yeah. After the water makes it to Cloudsdale, like it shoots out the top of the tornado, and uh, after they all stop flying, uh, Fluttershy is still flying in circles because <laughs> she's like it's so, so focused. cute. Her eyes are like closed, and like Dash has to like stop her with a cloud. And it's like whoa, he's there. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and and she's like, "Oh my god, did we do it?" And Dash gives her a big hug, and they have a little high five with their wings. Mm-hmm. Flutter Dash, uh, real. Flutter Dash, good is the thing. It's true. And yeah, it's and everyone's like, "Wow, it's we did it!" And it's all because of Fluttershy. And then everyone starts chanting, "Fluttershy can really fly." Yeah. And they lift her up up high. <laughs> they're, they're like then... doing this little. What the oh, fuck is this? Like, <laughs> this Spike has this, like, pan yeah, flute. Yeah, Spike has like, a little pan flute the... and Pied Piper's thing. What, what is this bit? <laughs> it's a really weird bit. Uh, yeah. Then we have our dear Prince Celestia, and it, it goes as following. Dear Princess Celestia, Sometimes you can feel like what you have to offer is too little to make a difference. But today, I learned that every pony's contribution is important, no matter how small. If you can keep your head high, do your best, and believe in yourself, anything can happen. Which is a pretty good message. But I, I like Echo said earlier, I really do interpret this as, like, you know, a, a, her own self-growth. Like, this, mm-hmm. it's, I feel like the, the message here, from the, the literal message of Celestia, you know, is not what I gather from this episode. And maybe that's why I'm not as, as crazy over this episode as I once was. But I still have a pretty fond memories and really like this, this little bit of growth of Fluttershy. Yeah. Uh, and before, before we like rate and discuss, uh, can, can I, can I tell a story? Would you like to hear a story? Please. Yes. Yes. I know the story, but I'd like for you to tell it. Okay. So back in the day when this episode was airing, 
uh, Wired, the, the magazine and website, uh, was holding a contest where you could win a, a signed print from the finale of season two uh, from, I think it was, I think it was M.A. Larson and Tara Strong. I know Tara Strong is one of them. Uh, I'll have to find it and share a picture sometime. Uh, but you could win a print, uh, a signed print of the show, if you sent a little email saying what your favorite, or a little comment saying what your favorite episode was and what it means to you. And I, I said Hurricane Fluttershy because uh, at that point I was a depressed, uh, out of shape high schooler. Mm-hmm. And I was had to deal with high schoolerly things. And at that time, I was going through my parents' divorce and uh, really, really struggling with health issues, specifically in gym. I, I have uh, my asthma has settled down quite a bit as I've aged, but uh, when I was younger, I had super severe asthma, and my you know standards for physical effort were not as good as everyone else's. I could do hardly anything, so I, I reflected on this episode and said this was my favorite because I liked seeing her get praised and rewarded for doing her best, even though it wasn't quite up to the snuff of everyone else, you know? Like, it's... Yeah. It, it, spoke, it spoke to me on a very personal le- uh, level. And then I won! <laughs> so... Yeah. Uh, it's funny because the the email telling me that I won actually got put into the spam filter, so I, like, was not gonna get it, but then I replied as a dumb, sniveling, like, 15-year-old, like... I, I still want the poster. Can I get it? My parents got divorced this week and I have my poster. <laughs> like, it probably was the most pathetic sounding thing ever. But like, I I was uh, I thought it was too late for me to reply because they sent another one that's like, hey, we're going to give it to someone else if you don't respond. So, but no, that's I got funny. it. And it's, I need to take it out of like the folder it's in right now. But I have a signed print with Tara Strong and... It's either Megan McCarthy or Emma. It's one of the lead writers of the show. So, but it's uh, it, it meant a lot to me, and it's just a little piece of my own fandom history there. So, fuck yeah, that's so awesome. there you go. I, yeah, I like this episode, but not it's, as much as I a... liked it back then. <laughs> oh yeah, no. it's, it's it's a fine. decent episode. For it's sure. fine. It, it's a little boring in the second half. I just, I it related to me at that point in my life in in a silly way. Yeah. Uh, and I'll give it a B, which is honestly maybe a little too high because it gets a little stale. But for all that it is, I give it a B. Do you know what's shocking? What? What's up? I rated it when we were watching it. I gave it a B plus. Wait, really? Yeah. Wow, because you the way you were talking about when we wrapped up is I thought you were going to rate this much lower. So that's surprising to me. Uh, yeah. You. Uh, those are my thoughts on this episode. Tell me yours. Spin me I a think I th- yes, yeah, spin me a yarn. I think that it's written really, really well. Sydney Morrow, um, you scamped. Morrow, you did it again. <laughs> uh, easily just one of my writing idols. I just man, um, it does start to drag a little bit. Uh, the things that I would probably change are I wouldn't. I would change like we the two things that we talked about. I would change the dear Princess Celestia, um. I swear to God, I had another thing that I wanted to, to change. Like, to, to frame it around her growth instead of her contribution, you know? Right, right, absolutely. Um, I guess that's the main one, because I can't even remember what the other one was. <laughs> yeah, no, I, th- I think it's a fine episode. There's not a whole lot I'd change. Um, e plus. I'm mostly, I'm just happy to spend some time with Fluttershy. I really am yeah. growing to fall in love with her on this rewatch, and she's she's rising the range, and I, I she doesn't get a ton of 
of screen time it feels like or at least not mm-hmm. at this point like we really we had we had uh the find a pet and what was the previous one she was in like we just had another flourish episode oh gosh i can't remember oh my god i can't remember whatever uh it's been it's been a minute since we we watched so uh yeah but no i just out of commission i i i like her i like the yellow and pink one that's soft and kind <laughs> yeah no for sure and i think that having an episode where dash is written like finally fucking decent yeah really oh my nice. god yeah dash it's i she she's allowed to be like brash and harsh at times but i i think in this context helps so much and it's not her trying to be mean it's it, it's understandable why she's behaving the way she is you know i yeah. i it's good i like when dash is written good <laughs> yeah and this is like straight up like the perfect balance of the way that she is brash and the way that she can still be like compassionate to other people like it doesn't it's endearing. It doesn't at i all think it's af- great like, uh yeah yeah it doesn't at all put into compromise like her like personality or behavior i think it's just really it's good just, it's just good it's good i like just this episode real fucking good good episode would you still put it at b plus or yeah what do, what do you think i would all right it's a uh, hey now it's been about an hour of us talking about the con <laughs> about weather in Ponyville. Do you, you want to talk about something a little, little, little smaller scale? Smaller being the the CMC because they're they're little horses. Yeah, we can talk about Ponyville Confidential. We're so the the fun thing about these three episodes is uh, it's a nice staircase in ranking, <laughs> but unfortunately, really unfortunately, that it's... staircase is going down. Yeah, it's, you know, like how it, when you've been going downstairs for so long, your calves start to hurt? It kind of feels like that watching these episodes. Yeah, my rankings are all equally spaced between <laughs> between uh, letters, and they are going down. That's funny. Uh, yes. But let's, listen, this episode has its moments, so let's, let's get it into it. it what is this episode moments. about? Uh, the long and short of it is Ponyville Confidential is in order to find their cutie marks, the CMC joins the local newspaper and gets in a little over their heads. And that's genuinely the whole yeah, fucking that's the, episode. <laughs> that's the whole episode. Uh, our opener begins with the CMC. They're like, man, even Featherweight got his cutie mark. And Featherweight is... <laughs> can we talk about Feather- Featherweight for a second? <laughs> yeah, can I real fast tell you the note that I wrote? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I also have notes about Featherweight. You, you first. Okay, cool. Great. The note that I wrote says, out loud, I said, what the fuck is that? When I saw I him. also wrote that. I, I... I physically spoke that into the mic when Featherweight showed up. He's... Oh my god. Alright, I'm gonna describe Descri- him badly, describe and then him. Emily's gonna describe him better. He is a cream-colored pony that looks like if you took a medieval surf and made him a pony and he has the most breakable legs in the world and he is he's, a tiny little he's a child so i can't be mean yeah. to him mean to him but he has the most Did, breakable legs in the you world said multiple times that you love to be mean to children and the most fucked up face in the world and i feel justified in saying this because at the end of the episode he's fucking evil yeah yeah uh i also wrote in my notes just immediately what the fuck is that, says Echo. But yeah, no, he's this little, he's this Pegasus, 
Pegasus question mark. Uh, yeah, he's got this giant head and these tiny, teeny little legs and buck teeth, and I do not like looking at him. And I Truly love that we ended up. <laughs> hey, we ended up rewatching uh, these episodes because it had been a bit since we. Uh, yes. <clears throat> first, it we just, we want a refresher, and immediately episode two. Echo is filled with rage. It just says, I hate that fucker. I don't care if he's eight. I'm breaking his legs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, Which is I, insane behavior. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go to Ponyville mm-hmm. every year for his birthday. And every year I'm gonna sit there with a bat until he's 18 and I'm gonna break his fucking legs. Jesus Christ. As soon as he's not a child anymore, I'm killing this thing. I mean, do you know what happens to horses when their legs break? This is awful. Oh, I know. <laughs> Call me Elmer, because I'm breaking his legs. <laughs> is that what Elmer's, Elmer's glues breaks their legs first? Is yeah. That they do? <laughs> yeah, they have a factory. Call it's, me they've Elmer. Got a fa- they've got a factory with like a wheel, and it's got four baseball bats on it on the cardinal directions. <laughs> and the horses walk through, and it just spins really it's, fast. It's the sound that I'm picturing is a nightmare. <laughs> just. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. <laughs> <laughs> so awful. I hate that. This is Echo. My bit we've done ever. Yeah, maybe. maybe. <laughs> I don't think I've laughed this hard oh on the episode I... in a really long time. <laughs> can can oh, we, boy. we need to cl- we need to clarify, guys? He Ugh. literally has just shown up and that he got his cutie mark and that the CMC are pointing at him. That is all this <laughs> yeah, horse has done at this point. And we're already, we are being, <laughs> guys, we thought, you guys thought we were mean to Pipsqueak. <laughs> we're 15 seconds into this episode. <laughs> they Eddie, go, oh, even anyway, Featherweight hey, got his cutie mark before us. And that's the only line that has been spoken at the point where we are. In our, and yet like, here we overview. are. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, hey, yeah, but we, we gotta reel it back. We're losing our so minds. So good. So hey, good. Did, apparently his name was originally Milk Toast, which is very funny Ugh, because yeah. the emotions we feel about this this horse are less than Milk Toast. They boomerang back or They horseshoe back around to being... They weird. do. Yeah, they horseshoe back around from apathy to rage and hatred. Fuck you, Featherweight. <laughs> Fuck you, Featherweight. <laughs> Anyway, he got his cutie mark, so good for him. Uh, Guess what it is, everybody. It's a fucking feather. Who could have guessed? You didn't see that coming. Imagine naming your kid Featherweight and then he doesn't get a fucking feather as a cutie mark. It's like, what a failure. Wow! (laughs) Sorry, we're we're real manic right now. Okay. Yeah. He, they, they're like, oh, dang, we don't we have, don't our, have cutie our cutie mark. And then look, Apple Bloom's like, Apple oh, look, I found, newspaper. I found a newspaper. Maybe a newspaper will be our cutie mark. And Scootaloo and um, Sweetie Belle go off and they try all these stupid things with newspapers. Like they make a boat out of newspaper, but it sinks because it's made of water and they do paper mache. And then they go to Apple Wait, Bloom and they're like. I do, I do need to mention one more. You're missing, you're okay. missing a key one. You're missing okay. a key one. Okay. They they put a bunch of strips in like a bird nest. Mm-hmm. Uh bird society. Keep that keep that. Yep, you're right. Yeah, actually a bird society. We um, get the return of bird society later on this episode too. <laughs> yes. Uh and then they go to then they go to Apple Bloom and they're like, We tried all this stupid shit with the newspapers and it didn't give us our cutie mark and she's like, You stupid idiots, I meant we should you join dumb the newspapers. <laughs> you dumb motherfuckers. 
That was what I had said the second time around, and it made us yeah. laugh really hard. Anyway, opening song, we get to the school, and Cheerilee's talking about Shirley. the newspaper. Cheerilee is yeah. wonderful, and she's my wife. Grins. We love you, Cheerilee. Grins. I love you, Cheerilee. Yeah, and they're like, all right, who wants to be a part of the of the journalist club? And they're like, oh, yippee, let's go. And Cheerilee's like, all right, I'll leave it to you guys. Come on, Diamond Tiara. And then Diamond Tiara comes in the moment that uh, Cheerilee leaves and, like, pulls down this, like, uh, what, what, what is this called? Uh, oh, like, what are the, I know what you're talking about. I can't think of oh it. Oh, my God. It's got- it's like, it's what you pull down on, like, a curtain when you want to put a projector on something. And you, yeah, you tug yeah, on yeah. it and it, like, rolls back up. It's this big picture of her. <laughs> it's like, how yeah, long has that been there? Yeah, it's a big picture there? of her, yeah. And she's like, I'm the editor and I'm in charge of the newspaper. We're not doing any of that namby-pamby stuff that we used to. <laughs> and someone raises their hoof and goes, but namby-pamby was a great editor. And it's my favorite just... joke in this episode. And, okay, it's a good joke. Can I it's tell you so real quick? It's so funny. Uh, you know what else is funny about Mamby Pamby? What? I found out that apparently, originally, uh, Featherweight was supposed to be the little brother of Mamby Pamby. <laughs> Are you for real? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Sorry, That's all. I started thinking about the Elmo's Clip Factory again. <laughs> you can't, you can't, we can't keep doing this. I can't keep doing this. <laughs> <laughs> it won't stop. Okay, take it away. And, take it away. Oh my god. And they're like, all, and, and, and Diamond Tiara is very much pulling a J.K. Simmons, J. Jonah Jameson, where mm-hmm. it's like, she's tough on reporting. It's like, we gotta get the scoop. It's, we gotta get what's, what's interesting. And so the CMC are like, all right, we'll go, we'll go find all sorts of stories. So, uh, I think. Uh, Sweetie Belle is like trying to help Rarity with her fashion stuff, and it's not going super well. And <laughs> back to Bird Society, Scootaloo uh, goes to interview some birds in a tree. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which is like I like the idea that the birds can be interviewed and that they they have they have tales to tell. Uh, you know you know what well, I like do, about this well, this little bird interview. Little tales, Emily. Well, yeah, they're made the of feathers. feathers. <laughs> I think that Bird Society Stupid. is one of my favorite bits that we've come up with. And it's just so funny how Bird Society is, like, supported by the text. Yes, yes. it's We were joking, but Bird Society is as real as the, the nose on my face. Uh, you know what I like about this shot of Scootaloo trying to interview the birds? What? There's little newspaper bits in the nest. That's some fun continuity. Yeah, it's the ones that they made the nest uh, for. Yeah, but that, that doesn't go well. She falls out of the tree and gets all muddy and... Apple Bloom, the last of the three, is like, well, look, uh, she's at, she's with Granny Smith, and she holds up a big book of the history of Ponyville. It's like, this would be a great report, but then Granny Smith pulls out books of her as, like, a baby and is embarrassing her, and it's not going well, so. Yeah. Uh, and they return with their stories to the newspaper office, which is the dingiest, creepiest basement. Oh my god! Of, it's a, of a bright, happy school that you've ever seen, and it's got, like, uh, an old school like rolling manual rolling printing press, and that is just mm-hmm. like spattered with ink and two ponies on these little funny typewriters with two hey, buttons. Can we talk about the typewriters real quick? We can, yeah. Yeah, it's. I like that we not only do we have these typewriters, but the fact that they decided to give them two buttons, like one for each hoof. Yeah, it's really hoof. funny. Uh, and I like that, I can't remember, but someone made, like, a diagram of how that would work, mm-hmm. with, like, how each button could be angled for, like, a different letter. Yeah, there's, <laughs> Which, like... Oh, speaking, basically... of, speaking of letters... No, go ahead, go ahead. 
Oh, sorry. I was going to say it's like it's like nine on each. It's like segmented into like a three by three and they would like press each one on the left, which would determine what set of nine letters is on the right. It's like a really or what set of nine characters. It was really well thought out. It was a, I, yeah. We'll have to find the source of that. It was, it was a really clever uh, piece of like interpretation. Uh, yeah, just fun like stuff. 81 um, symbols if they do it like that. That's smart. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of letters, it's weird. We see some close-ups of, like, the newspapers various times this episode. And they've got, like, letters on them. But they're not, like, the letters we saw previously. Like, we mentioned in the very first episode how the alphabet was, like, made of, like, hooves and wings and horns. And for now, it's kind of just, like, English-ish. Where it's, like, it's supposed to represent words, but it's not anything real. So, I, I wonder why they went with that instead of keeping the other letters we saw before. I don't know. Maybe it's high. Maybe the, like, the pictograph symbols we see is, like, high Canterlotian. And this is, like, common equestrian. Oh, look at you. Okay. Yeah, like a fancy old, like, script. Because we usually only see them in, like... Well, I guess we've seen them a little bit in, like, non-book contexts. But we mostly see, like, this weird sort of... It kind of... You know how, like, AI-generated uh text looks when it like mm -hmm. doesn't it, it get look, it right looks like that yeah it kind of looks like that but if you look at it you can kind of see like the letters like vague there. letter it's like in pokemon or splatoon where it's like you can kind of see letters you know it's, yeah uh... this is a, this is a little more so though because like on the full free press mm -hmm. i do see like the foal fre kind of stuff yeah it's just kind of you, you know what i think it is up. what this is probably just easier to make <laughs> than, than reusing yeah maybe alphabet. Yeah, uh, but no, uh, bring, bring it back, bring it back. We we see our reporters, which they, they are wearing very cute little journalist hats. I, I would like to point that out, these little yes, gray yes. fedoras. I do like that. Uh, but yeah, they bring their findings to Diamond Terry, who's sitting in this comically oversized, like, reporter chair, and is mm -hmm. reading through their findings, or like, this sucks, this is boring, we need, we gotta have something with drama. Yeah, she's like, wow, this is trash, <laughs> I need BuzzFeed schlock, get back out there. <laughs> Get back out there! They kick them. Like they, we see them be kicked out of like cellar doors. Like this is literally like, in a cellar. This is in a basement. Yeah, it's it's in <laughs> yeah. the school's basement. Uh so they're they're stumped. They're like, oh god, now what? They overhear something. Do you want do you want to talk about what they overhear? I would love I to talk about what they I... overhear. They overhear <laughs> snips and snails. My two Nippy. favorite stallions. Nippy. <laughs> they are out behind the school and they've been chewing gum and they managed to get it stuck to their asses, which are now stuck together. Because just boys being boys, I guess. You know. Um, and Sweetie Belle's like, wait, quick, featherweight, come over here. And being the easily corruptible, easily leg-breakable horse that he is, he comes over because he is the camera person. Uh, he was told by Diamond Tiara to document everything, and he's been taking pictures this whole episode. And he comes over and takes a bunch of pictures of Snips and Snails, and them, the, both their asses stuck together. And uh, they are basically able to pass it off as like, check this out, haha, silly goofy guys, top five. Look at these hashtag fails. And top five epic le fail moments. <laughs> oh, um, oh, you don't have to slide the le in there. It's I know we're covering 2010s media, but even that's it's 2010, too far. yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> epic le fail moment. And snips and snails are kind of enjoying the uh, yeah. That you know, good for the them. They 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 like the attention. They're like, hey, look at us. We're a couple of funny doofuses. And, hey, can I can I talk about them for a second? Just, yes. just a moment. Yes, you may. 
because we see this shot of them post being covered in sticky gum, and they've got bald patches all over them because they just had to tear it or shave it off. Yeah, their uh, asses are fully shaved. And they're like, look, we got the gum out. We see this, like, awful shot of their butts with, like, no fur left. And there's something I want to point out that I will proceed to overthink, as we do in this show. Uh, so, the their their skin color is very much skin color. It is Caucasian white. It is not yeah, it's the color flesh of... Tone Caucasian yes, white. it is not the color of their fur, which is interesting but the main thing i want to point out is that we see parts of their cutie mark but only on the coat of their fur we do not see the cutie mark under their skin so unless this is just a listen it's probably this it's probably the fact that they wanted to make it look aha funny bald uh but if we take this literally it means that cutie marks are only on their fur and are not actually a part of their skin which if yeah. we know anything about like like zebras and tigers and stuff is that if you shave them their skin is striped it's the pigmentation isn't just in the fur it carries through to their skin you know so it's mm-hmm. <laughs> i guess cutie marks just don't work like that yeah they're like magically manifested on your on the coat instead of which, on the skin yeah, which naturally, I got real dark with it and started to wonder if ponies can get cancer and if they lose all their fur, what happens to their cutie marks? Do they just have secret cutie marks from being bald? They do. To which I secret replied, Walter. You did reply, Walter. <laughs> show me um, a cutie mark, Walter. I can't show me see your cutie it. Mark, you got Walter. no fur. <laughs> if, I see, if I see your cutie mark and it's meth, Walter... <laughs> I'm gonna be so mad. <laughs> Here's what you're gonna do. You're gonna get this, a sharpie. You're these gonna two episodes fl- <laughs> are so bad. This is what we've resorted we're making, to. We're making our own fun. We we're gotta make our, make own, our own, fun. own fun. Anyway, they bring it to Dire Tiara. It's a success. They're like, wow, we need more of this. And, oh, I love the way you signed it. You tagged us Gabby Gums. And they're like, yeah, we made a little alias because it's all three of us. Yeah. You know? And they and Apple Bloom says Gabby Gums. Gabby Gums. Hey, I really I, Apple Apple Bloom's voice. Just any time we hear uh, Michelle Kramer talk, it's just a treat. I just I love, love what Apple Bloom. I love speaks. Apple Bloom talking. <laughs> Gabby Gums. Gabby Gums. And naturally, uh, Diamond Chow wants more pictures of Spider Man. And yep. by that I mean she, you know, the, the the public wants more, so they're like, "All right, well, we gotta find more drama." Uh, <laughs> uh, Snips and Snails try to recreate it and get themselves covered in gum again. They're like, "Ah, ah," and they're like, "No," <laughs> so it's just it's, it's a little funny. funny. It's a little funny. Uh, and Rarity is going through. We later see Rarity in uh, the Carousel Boutique, and she's going through Sweetie Belle's uh, bag because she's just invasive like that. And she she's, sees yeah, she's the, nosy. <laughs> yeah, she sees the full free press, and she starts reading it, and she's like, whoa, I thought this was just a school paper, but this is, like, really, really funny gossip. Like, well-written funny gossip. Uh, yeah. And Sweetie Belle is initially mad that she's, like, going through her shit, but then she's like, people, like, adults would also read this school paper? Like, you guys think it's that fun? Like, the gossip? And so that kind of spurs the cmc it inspires them they're like wow they love it we gotta get more if it's good enough for the people of ponyville so right uh and unfortunately they start to find more and more uh 
dubious stories. Yes. More gossip. The buzz. The who say what. Don't. The scuttle. Shut up. So we have Um, a scene that's in a spa. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we have a scene in a spa. I really like this scene mostly because so it's got all hey, of the main there's, six. There's there. actually a I lot really of like... to say about this scene. Yeah, we're we're in the Aloe and Ferris spa, and the main six are all hanging out together. Yes, I only want. I like talk how about... often they they go and get spa like days to. It's very sweet how often they hang out and are like, let's just relax. Yeah. Like I would love to go to the spa with Echo, my friend Echo. Yeah, I mostly want to talk about two things, and they're both Twilight. Yeah, yeah, please, please. And uh, yeah, there's a lot that happens in this scene because they're all discussing the paper. So uh, go on, go on. Yeah. One, I like when Twilight is like laying down and they're like (laughs) curling her tail, and she's just all curled up. She's just like so curled up, like tight, like a little ball. Yeah, it's really cute. And then there's another one. That's not what I thought you were going to say about Twilight. No, the other (laughs) one is where she's getting a hoof polish, and they have her feet in toast spreaders, but it's all four of her hooves. giant comically oversized toe spreader but it's for each one of her for each of her it, it looks Which is, so funny it's a good gag Very, listen this episode is not the best but it has its moments it has some good ass visual gags oh yeah it's got it, some like, very I mean, good visual yeah, gags yeah um but yeah no they're discussing they're like what what's this gabby gums and everyone's kind of reading the paper like oh it's it's the hot new buzz and uh, they mentioned various things. Uh, I remember uh, Dash specifically says, like, guys, look, the new Gabby Gums came out. Uh, the great and powerful Trixie secrets revealed. And Echo and I were like, Trixie mentioned, let's Trixie mentioned. <laughs> That's my note. In my, in my notes, it's just Trixie mentioned all caps. And yeah. Exclamation same, same. Uh, but yeah, no, we have a few little uh, little tidbits that they've covered. We see... Uh, there's a few special ones. Uh, one is that we see that Celestia is caught eating some cake quite messily. Yes. And this is just the beginning of Celestia's cake moments. This becomes kind of a recurring bit where Celestia, she she just loves cake. She can get down with some cake. And it's like, I get it. I feel ya. It was, yeah, uh, it was my friend's birthday a few days ago. And there's some cake in the fridge. I'm going to eat that shit up after we're done recording. <laughs> yeah, I remember the uh, other day, your breakfast was cake. And then you didn't have anything until dinner. Well, sometimes. And then there's another picture of, this, of the full free press where it's the mayor, <gasps> oh mayor my God. and she's oh my dyeing God. her have... hair gray. We have to talk about this, you guys. Mayor, mayor, mayor moment. Mayor Sound has... the alarm. It's, yeah, it's sound, ring the bell as loudly as you mm-hmm. can. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mayor Mare has pink hair and she dyes it gray to look older. <laughs> Which is so good. It's uh, because, really, like, really funny and relatable. I lo- yes, I love that this, like, she's like, I love the implication that this makes her appear more mature. Uh-huh. You know, words. And I also like that this unveils that it's like, she could really just be as old as, like, the rest of the main six and are just is a yeah. young adult but she wants to be yeah. seen as all her. but what i want to point out is that echo's pony sona has gray hair that she dyes pink for clown it's true. and i'm like wow it's like it's like it's the opposite wow you're so made for each other made for each other wow. emily i have a question that may get cut yeah what's up does this put her milf status into question shit but i feel like i don't want to rob it from her you know i don't like, want to take it from her either but she might it, not be isn't Look, milf it's a like... state of mind at the end of the day <laughs> i mean it is but there are some like prerequisites i mean like i am i am of the i'm not of the milf purists 
where I think that a MILF has to have a child. I think that MILF is, again, oh, like yes. said, sort of a state of mind. But I feel like they got to be a little older, right? Now, here's... No, no, no hang up. Like, there's here's no the 20-year-old thing. MILFs. What if the M in MILF actually just stands for mayor? <gasps> Ooh, okay, yeah. So That's she's... Fair. It's not off the table. She's still the mayor. You're right. The mayor she, mayor. She is. She's a MILF to me. There, and that's what matters at the end of the day. And that's what matters uh, at the end of the day. Anyway, <laughs> anyway Featherweight takes a uh, picture of uh, Dash getting... We're not away. done yet. We're not done yet. <laughs> I'm done with this scene. Let's move okay, on. Okay, you're... No, no. You're done with the scene. I'm not. Uh, <laughs> brief, okay, well, we'll rapid fire. More stories. Uh, we, we learn that <laughs> uh, Big Mac apparently has been keeping a hold of Smarty Pants. Like oh, the yeah. little, yeah, the little plush from uh, Hearts, not Hearts and Hearts, uh, not less, was it less than zero? It was less than zero. Yes, yes. Uh, Big Mac still has that. Uh, Fluttershy uses tail extensions. Or... Allegedly. Oh, actually, allegedly, although she does sheepishly hide away, so she's she's not denying those tail extensions. It's true. Uh, I also, I apologize, I, mi- I realize this isn't the spa scene. These are, this is another scene where they're reviewing the stories, but I'll just keep going anyway. Uh... At some point, one of the stories is the cakes are breaking up, and then Mr. and Mrs. Cake storm into the room and say, We are? <laughs> yeah, that is, is, that is a later scene. We are a, still in the spa right now. Yeah. Uh, but in the spa, we see that Dash, uh, they're, uh, they're also like, Hey, come on, relax, get a hoof a cure. Uh, and we learned that uh, uh, Dash does not like having your hooves touched. So she, mm-hmm. she kind of cowers and uh, is like, uh, man, I'd love it if Gabby Gums did a store on me, but it's like not about this. And then Spike chimes in and says, "Well, she did one on me." And it's so funny because Spike immediately, re- oh, not Spike, Echo replies in Apple Bloom's voice, "She's right. Spike's fucking boring." <laughs> like that's mean. Be yeah, nice to our boy. Well, because because we get because Spike is like, "Oh, she did one on me," and everyone goes, "You what?" And like crowds around him, mm-hmm. and then we get a hard cut to a picture of a newspaper where he's sitting there in like this like fez <laughs> and like smoker smoking jacket with like a, a bubble pipe. pipe. <laughs> yeah, it's, and it's Diamond Tiara is like Diamond Tiara is like this fucking sucks, and I was like, "Yeah, she's right. Spike's actually pretty fucking boring." <laughs> yes, you're right. Sorry for jumping the gun, but yeah, <laughs> it's okay. It's all right. And then, and then we get the rest of the, and of then, the rest of yes. the, you know, uh, yeah, and it, 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 the drama starts to unveil. It's like, well, it's fun when they're telling the stories about other people. It's not for what happens to me. Dang. Yeah. Uh, and then it's so funny because everyone's story get fun because everyone has a story done on them. Like Pinky, it says that Pinkie Pie is an out of control party animal. And then she starts to have a meltdown and she's like, I do have a problem. And I'm like, that's a little funny, but as, it's, as much it's, it's funny sad. and dark. Yeah. My uh, favorite, though, is that, like, every <laughs> single person has a story on them. And all throughout all five of the other main six, Rarity's like, eh, just take it easy. Who fucking cares? It's like, it's and then she fight. realizes <laughs> that, like, there's a story on her and she's like, I'll kill Gabby Gun! Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's really good. It's so funny. Rarity is written super well this episode. I, I, love, I love that she is a little bit of a... a a, a drama fiend. She likes the tea. Oh, yeah. it, it, it makes sense for her, you know. Yeah. Uh, and the story that was posted about her was uh, her private diary pages, and which leads her to believe that the only one that could have done that is Sweetie Belle. Because Sweetie Belle lives with her because she adopted her younger sister because her parents were <laughs> Yes, adopted. yes, we, we've all discussed that, yes. <laughs> As uh, we all know. <laughs> yeah. 
And she confronts her, and she's like, that was really rude. You went through my things. You didn't like it when I went through your things and found the newspaper, did you? Maybe you should stop being Gabby Gums. And Sweetie Belle's like, we're feeling bad about it. We don't want to be Gabby Gums anymore, because we feel like Diamond Tiara is taking advantage of us. Uh, and And then the CMC go into Diamond Tiara and decide to quit. But it's revealed that when she told Featherweight, when Diamond Tiara told Featherweight to document everything, he documented everything. And so we see the very beginning where uh, Apple Bloom is going through like the pages of the photo book with Granny Smith with like her and her like diapers mm-hmm. and when Scootaloo fell out of the tree and fell in the mud. She's about to when... blackmail these, these horses. Yeah, F- Featherweight got blackmail on them. That Courtesy rat of Diamond fuck. That, that bastard. And we see this that like thing of, of like a featherweight like still taking pictures of them even now, and he's kinda like smirking like I got you. And I'm like, you yeah, he's, little fuck. Like I, I know it's you know, in, he's mostly he's doing because of Diamond Tiara. Window, like, and I can literally like hear him in my mind going <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate him. Hey, I hate him. I don't think he says a single word this episode, which is No, really he doesn't. Funny. He does he has zero <laughs> He has zero speaking lines. He doesn't make any sound effects. Yeah, um, no. So, but now blackmail's on the table, and they're like, "Shit, where where do we go from here?" And then we get this montage of you know the the CMC. They're like, "Well, maybe we can find some good stories anyway." And they go around Ponyville and try to get you know stories from the rest of the main six, but they've lost their trust. And so there's this montage of Dash like <laughs> Dash like kicks a cloud that she's resting on, and makes it rain just on them. Mm-hmm. Fluttershy's uh, just, Fluttershy's. like, sobbing. Oh, my God. Yeah, like... And Angel slams the door <laughs> in her face. Angel opens the door and just, like, shakes his head and closes it while she's, like, flooding their their house with her tears. Yeah. Twilight put a barrier spell around the treehouse, which is funny. Yeah. Uh, and uh, then we, then we get, get my one of the best moments... Yes. This is my, like, favorite moment of the episode outside of, like, Mamby Pamby. <laughs> yes, yeah. This is the only other good part of this episode. Uh, they go to uh, to Sweet Apple Acres, where AJ and Big Mac are there. And they're like, you're not mad at us too, Applejack, are you? And she goes, yep. And they're like, you're not even going to talk to us? And she goes, nope. <laughs> and then Big Mac goes, you should be ashamed of yourself. And like starts going off. He's like, and you humiliated your sister. Whole, we like, don't want to talk to you right now. And this is the most that Big Mac has ever spoken. And we're like, oh my god. <laughs> It's a really fun reversal, and like yeah, I, it's I a thought good, it was just it's, it's clever. So it's very good. clever. Uh, it's really clever, but he also does tell three children, "We don't want to talk to any of y'all right now, so take your little gossip column and your embarrassing photographs and just go away." <laughs> and it is <laughs> like it is maybe oh the most God. brutal I've ever seen anyone talk to a ten-year-old in a cartoon. <laughs> yeah, really it's... funny though. Really, yeah, really very funny. funny. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, no, they they've learned that the entire town's against them, and it's like, and kind of rightfully so. They've just oh, been yeah, like absolutely. spilling the dirt on everyone. Yep. And so they devise a plan. They have a story. They take it to Diamond Tiara. They're like, here it is, hot off the presses. And she's like, good, finally. You guys need to be faster about that. And doesn't even look at it and just tosses it over to the printing press where they start uh, typing it up and printing it out. And copies get distributed. 
and we find out that it is basically the three of them revealing that they are Gabby Gums. They use their like own blackmail pictures to be like, yeah, you know, this is us. We're sorry. We didn't mm-hmm. we didn't realize how bad humiliation is and like that we were, you know, fucking everybody up and that's that's yeah, our this bad. Is quote unquote, RB. They got swept up in the hype and they're like, well, yeah. this was wrong. Sorry. Uh Yeah. I do like they sign off like XOXO Gabby Gums. It's kind of like a gossip girl bit. <laughs> Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, uh, and then and then while that narration's happening, they go through the rest of the main six and they all forgive them. Yeah, because they're like six. Yeah, because they're like yeah, they're children. It's like you can't you can't be that bad, you know. <laughs> yeah, you know, like kids uh, make mistakes. That's fine. Yeah, of course. And then we learned that Shirley is back in the little cellar and is like, "Well, uh, Diamond Star, you are not allowed to be in charge of the press anymore." <laughs> yeah, honestly, she let that go on a little long. Yeah, like, Shirley, can you, like, check in a little bit more? Like, maybe maybe Shirley was on vacation and just completely yeah. missed the publication. Yeah, she was sick. Uh, but hey, uh, that means that we get a new editor-in-chief. Echo, are you ready to welcome our new editor-in-chief? Do you want me to read the note that I wrote? <laughs> Please. All caps. Truly a more ruthless and evil tyrant than Diamond Tiara could ever be. <laughs> Featherweight. <laughs> And then everyone's so happy. Everyone's like, yay, Featherweight's the new editor. Yay. And I'm just like, he was in on this. Why are you and guys happy about this? And I slap a stamp this? on his forehead that says Elmer's Factory. And he's shipped <laughs> off. He's out of here. Get your shins ready. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then it's like, all right, Tiara, you're getting promoted to the printing press. Demoted to the printing press. And she gets covered in ink. And they're like, ah, ha, ha, funny. And in the end. Yeah, and that's Th- all that's folks the, style that's, that's circle all, weight. Yeah, the, the end. The end. <laughs> the end. Anyway, C plus. Uh C. <laughs> it's you know what? C. I'm lowering it to a C. I'm lowering it to a C. You're right. Okay, here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. This the pacing of this episode is just kind of bad. And the moral is who who cares? Whatever. Uh the the CMC are always such hit or miss for me because like I do really like Scootaloo and yep, Apple Bloom. And Sweetie Belle. I think they're great, but I really don't yeah. think they're allowed to shine in this episode. Uh, we do get some very good writing for, like, comedy's sake. Yeah, like, Rarity, Rarity's think... written impeccably. There's, I, I like the little bits that, like, call back to Trixie and and Big Mac's funny plush. Like, it's not bad, but it's just not a great episode by any means. Yeah, I actually am gonna give it a C+. There are a couple of pretty funny bits. The Big Mac bit is really funny. Um, Mammy Pamby is insane and inspired. Maybe one of my favorite jokes in this in these three episodes. Yeah. Uh, So funny. Um, But just so, it feels like so little happens, and it's like I... I think yeah. this could have been more it, entertaining. I, I don't, it's fine. I will give it's it not, a C plus because to me, C is very C is perfectly middle of the road. C is the most middling episode you can think of, and this had a couple funny jokes. So, yeah. C plus. C. Uh, what would I change about it? Uh, Featherweight would have gotten killed at the end instead of promoted to on, on, editor on in chief. Yes. Yeah, on screen. Yeah. Okay. Genuinely like... though, genuinely though, why are they happy that he's going to be the new editor when like it was shown that he was the one making the blackmail in the first place? Like I know that the CMC were Gabby Gums, but they apologized. Where's Featherweight's apology, huh? That's all I I'm saying. I hate him. I hate hey, wait, him. Hey, I you know how I, you know him. how I, I'm making some like buttons that are like Spike Defense Squad. I need to make an inverse for like anti featherweight 
Brigade. Yeah, I don't... <laughs> down with Featherweight. Featherweight Murder Squad. His smug aura mocks me. You know what's funny is that he's really, he's, he's really not that bad. Like, he's no, like... he's not. Of course not. <laughs> he's kind of he's. He's an eight-year-old that looks really I, ugly and takes pictures hey, of people hey. behind his back. I was, I was gonna say he's kind of cute because I'm looking at this picture of him smiling, and then I looked at the size of his ears, and they are as big as his head, and I'm like, maybe not. <laughs> I think his face is gross. I don't like looking at him. I don't like Can looking not, at him either. I don't think I want to look at him anymore. Do you want to move on? Yeah, it's, thanks, uh, Emily Larson. Hey. Uh, is that we praise Emily Larson. Emily Larson does such a good job so often, and that does come through here. Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah, no, some of the jokes, some of the jokes very clearly read. Like, I'm like, I mm-hmm. I literally was looking through the things, and I was like, this isn't Cindy, it's probably Emily Larson. Um, and it was. Uh, the, there's, there's clever and witty moments, but, uh. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, well, hey. Now that we've talked about this, I think it's time for us to move on to our 50th episode. Our big five. Yeah, the fiftieth episode of friendship is friendship is magic, which is easily got. I mean, it's it's a milestone. It's right? gotta it's, be a we've really, made it this really far. Good it's episode. gotta be like a banger, huh? Yep. Welcome to mystery on the Friendship Express. Ooh, I like love a good mystery. You, yeah. Yeah. Would you like me to give give you the long and short of it? Please. Uh, Pinky and the other main six are delivering a cake for Mr. and Mrs. Cake to a big cake convention, or I guess dessert convention. Um, competition. It's a big dessert competition. competition. Yeah, yeah, like a co- yeah. And uh, they're delivering it on the train, and we get a murder on the Orient Express bit. Except there's the no cake, murder the cake because this eaten. is for children. So yeah. it's, uh, oops, the cake got a bite taken out of it. Aw, oh, beans. Yeah. That's it. It's fine. Are you hold on to your hats, every pony, because yeah, you're in for a, your... a gripping mystery. Yeah. The cold open sucks. The cold open's really <laughs> you know what's cold funny? Open's not good. I was actually gonna say I kinda like the cold open of this one. That's amazing. <laughs> I don't. That's you can talk I'll about discard- it. <laughs> I'll talk about that. We see we see this shot of this crazy big marzipan marscapone meringue madness. This big cake that's tiered and has uh, marzipan fruits and flowers, and they just call it the mmm for short because it's all yeah, because it's because it it's marzipan yeah. mars marscapone meringue madness. It's the so mmm. Uh, that's why it's the mmm mystery. Yeah, uh, and we wow. we need to get we. Yeah, whatever. Uh, and so we need to move the cake from the bakery because we're in Sugar Cube Corner. Uh, yes. we, move, we need to bring it back to the French Express so we can bring it to the competition. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and we get uh, some help from our friends. We uh, have Big Mac holding it. And Big Mac is like really struggling to carry this cake, which makes me think like, how fucking heavy is this cake, y'all? If even he's struggling to hold it. You know what? Yeah, it's, I ma- it's a cake with- made of lead. You know who they needed to carry this cake? Hmm. We need to get that butterfly from Hurricane Fluttershy to come back. You're like right, he could do yeah. it. Like he's he's shredded. He could he could help out. It's true. Um, I need fucking kick ass here. It's true. Uh, but <laughs> then we have this. We're it's like uh, those competitions for like on Food Network where they they have to move the cake from the table to to another location. It's like oh. It's gonna fall. You gotta be careful. And th- so they're mm-hmm. trying to carefully bring across Ponyville, and 
they're like, oh god, it's, it's toppling me, stabilize it, flourish that rim dash, so they get a rope and fight around. And then, uh, Twilight's there, and <laughs> I like that Twilight's just kind of hanging out reading a book, and she has this, like, drink next to her with the wheat on it. It's like, it's like yeah. an oat shake, like, what, what are you drinking there, but <laughs> Yeah, you know. Uh, and then she, they're like, oh gosh, uh, you help, it's it's scary, we don't want to topple, so uh, Twilight uses her magic to make a barrier around it, which then uh, Echo proceeded to say, like, couldn't she just use her magic to carry the cake? <laughs> like, Yeah, like, so the way that we've seen magic carry and move stuff is that it evenly distributes the weight throughout whatever, like, is telekinetically being lifted. Why, why a bubble? Why not just lift well, the and, cake and this is my thing is that if we saw how heavy this is based on how big max carrying it maybe like the weight of things is proportionate in other words like it is harder to lift heavy things like i imagine it's okay, harder okay for... but could what? she what? not lift at least a couple pounds off of big max so that it wasn't crushing him maybe she is and it's just really heavy <laughs> fine whatever i think whatever, it's anyway. bad I, I, I kind of like it. I think it's cute. I like that everyone's letting a hand and they get it in there and it's like, almost there. We got it. We got it. And they uh, get it in the thing and they all, the cake's faint because it's stressful. Yeah, they get it to the, they get it to the train and then they're like, how are we going to get it in with the bubble around it? And then the cake's faint because they're like, oh, it's too stressful. My little cute. pony. Like My little pony. Hey, I hope you're not sick of this train. <laughs> we are still on this fucking train. And guess it's... how long we're going to be on this fucking train the whole episode yippee anyway they're the main six are there because they're gonna join for the competition and they're talking about like oh my gosh this cake looks incredible pinky how did you guys do it they're like no it's delicious but you can't touch you gotta wait for the competition and everyone's like wow this is this is so yummy and then a griffin bursts onto the scene yeah, Which it's is... other people that are entering this competition. The first one is, yeah, yeah like you said, a griffin. And we haven't, have we seen any other griffins? No, but our Gilda? only griffin that we saw was Gilda. So the fact that we get Damn. another griffin is actually kind of cool. It's like, oh my god, shit, there's more of them. Which, I mean, like, it makes sense that, you know, Gilda wouldn't be the only one. But he looks very different from Gilda. He's gray. Yeah. He's, uh, he's, he's got a big, like, curly mustache. His name is Gustave Regrand. And hey. Uh-huh. Yeah, Emily, what's up? He's got a French accent, and we just can't escape the French. Huh? The it's just God this goddamned French. The goddamn French. <laughs> They're everywhere. He's speaking fancy. <laughs> He's speaking fancy. Uh, but he brought he brought his own special treat for the competition. Oh, wee oui, wee, oui, my God! And he brings. Uh, oh gosh, what does he bring? It's a bunch of eclairs. Oh yes, exquisite, exceptionally exquisite eclairs. Uh, and I like, you know what I do like, is that he brought his own spotlight to shine on them. Like, it shows him yeah. glowing, and then it pans out that he's just holding a light on them to, like, hype them up. Like, that's a little funny. Uh, but I'm he's, gonna do not who I'm, he's, he's not who I'm most excited to see. I want to do this bit. Go on. It's my man, Donut Joe. <laughs> <laughs> it's Donut Joe, baby! It's because You I'm all remember sure, but... Donut Joe from the Best My Little Pony episode, The Gala? At the very end, where Spike is, like, knocking back milks at the donut shop. It's Donut Joe! He's back. Okay, uh, hey, unironically, I love that that he's back. 
I actually love. I that love he's Donut fine. Joe. Yeah, I adore uh, him. You know what's funny is that it, it, when we saw him at the gala, he was called Pony Joe. So I'm, I like that they just, they're like, no, his name's Donut. It's like, I guess it'd be weird to be named, like, Human Man Joe. <laughs> yeah. No, he's uh, back using the competition, too. Yeah, he made Donutopia, which is like a little city made out of donuts. Pretty cool. I'd eat it. Yeah. Yeah, no, honestly, like, everything here looks pretty good. Well, mm, I don't know if I'd eat the next one. <laughs> no, I wouldn't eat the next one either. Uh, we... The door opens and an enormous chocolate mousse appears. A, a very that, literal chocolate mousse. The yeah. joke is that it's made out of chocolate mousse. M O U S S E. And it's a Get mousse. It. Wow. Hey, mousse. Hey, meese confirmed for Equestria. <laughs> wow, you're right. So many meese. So um, many meese. Uh, we need to talk about that, this character. <laughs> bringing that chocolate mousse in is Miss Mulia Mild, who is a mule. She's a mule! Remember how we said we'd talk about mules again? This is where we're going to talk about it. Uh, Alright, so here's the thing. No, wait, can I describe her real quick before you, you get Yes, into... please describe her. Here, in fact, I'll even segue you. The first is that she, uh, her, like, name is, is like, <laughs> Mulia Mild. It's a play on Julia Child. Yeah. She, she's a Julia Child parody, which is a little cute, you know. The, yeah, and she has, the, like, the, oh, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, it's a... Uh, voice. And I wrote That was my below. Julia Child impression, I'm sorry. That's great. Have you, like, brought that to Hollywood? <laughs> yeah. I'm so, that was so mean. I'm yeah, so that takes my ass out. <laughs> uh, let's talk Which is that, like, mules occupy a strange niche in Equestria, because later on, we haven't seen them yet, but later on there are horses, like the Saddle Arabians. Yeah, uh, which are like, it feels like they are horses' horses, you know, like. Right, not yeah, those like, little, yeah, like big horses. Not the animeification of whatever the hell's gone on with ponies, you know, like. Right. <laughs> yeah. And we've seen donkeys, we've seen several donkeys, you know, like quite a few of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like, here's the thing, are, there are a couple of options here. Mules in real life, are the result of a donkey and a horse having a child that is sterile. That's mm-hmm. what mules are. Yeah, there's that's in like, what is world, that, what is that called? It, when, is, like, because there's like ligers and zonkeys and yeah. dolphins. Where, I'm not um, actually sure on, the term for on. that. Yeah, you can look that up while I'm Term talking. for, yeah, <coughs> go ahead. Um, so I don't know if in this world it is horses and donkeys or if it is ponies and donkeys or if it is just kind of any sort of interspecies like uh, like children are they're considered just called mules. hybrids apparently okay that's fair yeah um i don't know like what mules really are they in this in this interpretation we've seen mules like i think this is the second time and every time they've looked and they've mentioned multiple times by name too. Yes, yes. Uh, but they look identical to donkeys. They're like the same like build, pretty, pretty, the same. Yeah, they've drawing. got the, like the knobby knees and the bigger hooves. Yeah. And like the the funny Big muzzle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's basically the same like model as the donkeys. Uh, so Honestly, I don't I really know. Cute, Maybe they're I just. Think, I think the world could use more cute donkey and mule OCs, personally. I agree. I agree one hundred percent. Uh, I think that donkey and mule in Equestria are probably just interchangeable terms. They don't seem any different. Really? You think I, so? I, I really don't think they're different, like, 
species. I feel weird calling like species and like you know with like the sort of like D and D caveat Race. of like calling yeah, them like of, races. Yeah. yeah, I feel kind of weird about that. Welcome um, to fantasy. But I guess welcome to I the guess genre they are. fantasy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They don't seem like a different species than donkeys. So I think mules and donkeys are just kind of the same thing. That's my interpretation, at least. Fair I don't know. Un- fair enough. I don't know. They also know. don't have cutie marks. So they're not yeah. magical in origin like ponies are. Who fucking knows? Anyway, mules are weird and they show up and she has a moose moose. Uh, and it's pretty funny and they all get in a big argument. And Who's Pinky got the best gonna... treats? Yeah, and Pinky says she's gonna stay and watch the mmm all night, and then she falls asleep, and it gets someone tries to break into the cart. Yeah, like I she doesn't know, fall asleep just it. yet. I, you're, you're losing. You start I talking about mules episode. and start. <laughs> this episode sucks. Spoiler alert! It's... I'm rating it D plus. Can I tell you a spoiler? Mine's yeah. hard, hardly higher than that. Uh, anyway, we got this bit. It's nighttime. Pinky's watching the cake, and she's getting really tired. She's like, I gotta stay awake. And then someone someone dashes by, and it's like, hey, you get back here. And so she goes to the caboose, and no one's there. That's Oh, they strange. dashed by, all right. Yeah, they dashed by. Huh. Hmm. Anyway, uh, and they go back, and she's like, well, that I won't let that ruin my day. Uh, she she's, sees another shadow lurk, and it's like, oh, crap, it's, they went that way to the to the engine and then they see a pony shoveling coal and it's like oh well that's fine it could be them uh uh dash i mean uh not dash pinky is like all right i better keep an eye you you fuckers stop crawling around <laughs> she says whatever uh and all the all the lights close on the on the train uh and that the the lights turn back on and it's <laughs> there's this portrait of a of like a pony in like old cologne like how would you describe his getup? Not colonial, but like uh, he he looks like a Civil War commander. Yeah, uh, I like that. He's got we, the like epaulets. Yeah, there's this, this framed metals. this framed painting, and it was tilted uh, when the lights turned back on. So it's like, oh gosh, someone someone swung by here. Uh, but we Echo and I to have our own fun this episode. Just called him <laughs> Jonathan Friendship. Right? Yeah, it's Jonathan Friendship because yeah, it's the Friendship so, like, Express. Like, oh my god, it's Jonathan Friendship. That's My him. note specifically says, oh fuck, it's the ghost of Jonathan Friendship. <laughs> yeah, that's the culprit, clearly. Yeah. Uh, and then after, you know, the things have been tumbled around, but the cake's unharmed, so she's like, alright, everyone settle down, because I'm at my limit, she falls asleep. Uh, she wakes up, it's morning, cake looks fine, she's like, oh thank god, and Twilight's groggy and comes out of her sleeping cab. It's like, oh, holy moly. And she's like, what's wrong? I did a great job, huh? And she's like, no. And there's a big bite taken on the other side of the cake that wasn't facing the camera. And oh my god. Oh my god. We have a mystery on our hands. Oh, fuck. We have a fucking mystery. And Pinky, thankfully, has a Sherlock hat and gives Twilight the little the Watson, Watson hat. cap. The little bowler cap. And she has... Cap. Yeah, and she's like, all right, let's go to town discovering who the murderer is. And we have, like, a little bit that's, like, okay. This is basically the part of the, like, imagine, like, the episode has flatlined. This is the one time the heart beats before it goes back to flatlining. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't hate this. Uh, this series of bits that happens yes. next. Uh, this we, sequence they is start fun. to they start to interrogate each of the the newcomers of the non main Sixers. So they start with Gustav, and Pinky's like, "I knew it was you." So Pinky starts to describe what happened, how how she imagined it played out, and it takes form as an old silent film with like green yeah. and grayscale and a bit of bloom and like dubbed over not dubbed over but like they yeah, talk that, like, in cut it, away like, to yeah. the like f- slides that have the dialogue in it mm-hmm. and he's a mustache twirling evil villain and that it had to have been him so <laughs> pinky describes it and says that like she got tied to like a railroad track and like gets run over and that like the gustav was going to like put the cake on like an old like sawmill conveyor belt was gonna saw it to smithereens and Can I make one like note? yeah what's up uh one of the dialogue cutaways says get your claws off that cake you cur <laughs> both emily and i read it as get your claws off that cake you cunt which is even funnier because we watched this again uh with a friend who doesn't normally watch the show and he also thought it said that, so... He also did say it said that. <laughs> we were like, man, just nailing it. Great uh, typography, my friends. Your kerning is important. <laughs> yeah, and then it cuts back to real life, and Twilight's like, that's Twilight's stupid. Like, that's stupid. <laughs> that didn't happen, Pinky. And she's like, oh, well then it must have been Donut Joe. And it, this one is a James Bond bit. It's a J- it has like a I funny... Do- like the, I like how the this starts, yeah. In, and it like zooms in. It's like the the bullet, of, like the barrel of the gun from the James Bond intro. It's got some funny bits to it. Yeah, and it's it's a, a blood. It's like jam. Like that's like yeah. falling down the screen. And he's he's got this like uh, entourage of pretty mares. They're all like, oh, well, Mister mm-hmm. Joe. And he's got like tech, like crazy technology. And so Pinky says, well, this is how it happened. So Pinky describes him being all James Bondy and like like spins a circle in the glass and and sneaks in and uses like this like uh gas that'll like make pinky faint while he swipes in with like a laser bow tie that cuts the cake uh which of course isn't what happened so pinky's like no yeah. there's no laser beam security system and he's <laughs> and it's fine twilight's like oh gosh what, what does he say she say hang on and then <laughs> twilight reeling of course pinky back in is like pinky there's no laser boob security system. And, and she says, and Joe is not sleek. Uh, a sleek, stealthy con main. He's big, gruff, and messy. And <laughs> Donut Joe's like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah. He is, I'm just like, that's what we you, love about him. Exactly. He's perfect the way he is. You show some respect for this, this New Yorker-ass pony. <laughs> it's true. We love him. We love him. Uh, and so naturally, Pinky's like, well, okay, fine, maybe it wasn't that, maybe it was the mule, and then this is, unfortunately, this is, like, the weakest of them all, if you ask me, of the retellings. Uh, yeah. It's supposed to be, like, a, like, a ninja flick, where it's, uh, it's got, like, widescreen, and I guess Mulia Child, I'm just gonna call her Mulia Child. (laughs) Sure. Is, like, being a ninja, and it's being super stealthy with, uh, trying to get the cake. Uh, I do like that it shows her, like, basically, like, teleporting behind the cake, and then we just go, yep. nothing personnel, cake. <laughs> yeah, that's that's one of my notes. I only have, I only have like, two notes for the rest of the episode, because this episode is so lackluster, but that is one of the two. It's nothing yeah. personnel, cake. Banna, the, the, the ninja bit's the weakest of the three, unfortunately. It's just, it's, 
I mean, they're doing some fun stuff with the animation again. Like, I, I like I like yeah. that they're doing something different. So I like that there's a bit of, again, a bit of film grain and bloom. And, like, the, the letterbox format is nice. It's it's fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, they snap it out. And they're just, <laughs> poor, poor Muley is, like, cowering on the ground. It's just like, like, y'all are freaks. Like, it's basically what's going through her yeah. head, you know? It's like, what the fuck is wrong with Pinky? <laughs> Yeah, and Twilight's like, that's also stupid. And Pinky's like, well, if it wasn't any of them, then who was it? And then the train goes through a tunnel, and everything goes dark. And when it comes out the other side, all of their treats have been eaten too. The eclairs and the donuts and the moose. And my last Uh, note here for the episode mm -hmm. says, it's so Donut Jover. It's Donut Jover, every pony. Where do we go from here? It's so Donut Jover. (laughs) And Twilight's like, all right, I'm sick of this shit. Just give me the Sherlock hat and I'll solve the mystery for you. I I do like that they trade hats and that she takes the funny little bubble pipe back, you know? (laughs) Yeah, she has to. That's yeah. the Sherlock hat. Uh, so then she goes back through the, the train and makes notes of everything. Like, about uh, the... Uh, she checks under the, the like, coal manage... What What's the word the, for someone who works on a train? Uh, An engineer. I don't know. The, the guy who shovels the coal into the... Yeah, the... He has, like, a funny stripey, like, hat and, like, a yeah. red bandana and he shovels yeah, the coal so... into the... Yeah, so Twilight lifts that up and looks in the hat is like, interesting, and takes a piece of evidence and lo- looks at our, our lovely portrait of, of Jonathan Friendship uh, mm-hmm. and, and makes a note of something there. Uh, and all while Pinky's getting increasingly mad because Twilight's not telling her anything of, of like what mm-hmm. she's investigating, which I'm like, that's kind of rude. Twilight, I know you, you might have a, a, you know, you might like the big reveal, but be be nice to let, let pinky in all this damn it yeah pinky's trying pinky wants to help and she's just kind of sitting there doing nothing uh so then, but then twilight gathers around and tells how it really happened yeah so when pinky was running down the hall looking for the first one she thought that someone disappeared in the caboose but really it was dash up in the rafters she just flew up and pinky's like found a blue feather at the scene yeah and pinky's like oh okay it was dash case closed and she's like case not closed because that wasn't all that happened when you went into the conductor's cabin with the coal that person who was shoveling coal wasn't the conductor it was fluttershy wearing the hat uh, and then when she got back to the cake and the lights turned out and then the the portrait of Jonathan Friendship was tilted, uh, <laughs> it had a big funny eyelash on it, which was a look for sure. It was a uh, look. Like, Jonathan Friendship, he can, he serves. Like, let's be honest with Oh, he's serving. Oh, he's serving. Yeah. Don't, don't ever get that twisted. He's serving. <laughs> uh, and Twilight is like, Rarity, you've been wearing your hair very strangely today. Why is that? And she's like, I admit it, I wear false lashes. <laughs> and the oh, fake eyelash. The cake. Oh, I also took a bite of the cake. And she says, with the best <laughs> delivery ever. Yeah. Like, we've gotten some great rarity moments these past couple episodes. Just, we have, just yeah. Wonderful. Rarity's very good. Uh, I do appreciate that throughout the entirety of the episode, ever since we found out that she, like, smacked her face into this portrait, that she has had her mane in front of that eye for every shot that she's mm-hmm. in. I'm like, that's some nice continuity. Yeah, you know. consistency. Uh, and then Twilight is like, that solves the case of the cakes, but not 
all of the other three desserts. Like, we don't know how those got taken. And Piggy's like, I know, I got it. I know where the clues are. And it, she's like, it was the bakers that ate the other baker's stuff. And she's like, Gustav has mousse in his moustache, and Joe has eclairs in his hair, and Mulia has sprinkles in her wrinkles, and it's the grossest visual <laughs> gag oh the show has done in a fucking hot while. She, like, yeah, grabs like, her face and it's pulls awful. it, and then it just droops down without, like, going back. Snapping it's just back really at- gross. Hey, real convenient all this decided to rhyme. You know, the, that's... Yeah, just, just no, it's very real, real convenient. convenient. So, yeah, they all admit, they're like, wow, I just couldn't help myself. Uh, it looked too delicious. And they're like, ah, delicious. It's just so delicious. And they're like, well, how are we going to enter the competition now? And Pinky's like, I have an idea. And we get the reveal. I guess this was a cancer lot because it looked, uh, the the competition takes place in like the gardens. Uh, And they combined all of their treats. It's got the head of the moose on the cake and there's the donuts around the side and the eclairs are propping up and it wins first prize. Wow, I, we do see we see Celestia there that looks very happy to have some cake. I'm like, yes, the the Celestia cake saga continues. Yeah, dear Princess Celestia, today I learned how to solve a murder. <laughs> uh, but no, it's. All, do you want me to read the the dear Prince Celestia? Sure. Today I learned. I forgot that there was not, one. I know I did too. I actually thought there wasn't even, <laughs> but there is. Uh. Today I learned that it's not good to jump to conclusions. You have to find out all the facts before saying some pony did something. If you don't, you could end up blaming some pony for something they never did. This could hurt their feelings and it can make you look really foolish. So from now on, I will always make sure to get all the facts. Except everyone did eat each other's food, so who gives a shit anymore? And the episode <laughs> yeah. ends with Pinky being like, uh... <laughs> to... Pinky says, like, don't mind if I do, and eats the entire cake in one disgusting bite from the top down. Like, Scooby-Doo style, everyone laughs. And I'm just thinking, fuck you, Pinky, now no one gets anything. <laughs> Thanks, Pinky. Thanks, Pinky. That was really cool. That was so cool the of you. End. The remember end. Earlier, remember earlier when I told you my rating for this uh, episode? And you know what's funny is that I actually forgot that I also rated this D+. <laughs> You remember earlier when I told you the rating for this episode? Yeah, yeah, what's up? I lied, it's a D. <laughs> Which It's dropped even... since then. I hate I this episode. Even... This I episode be... sucks. I can't even be upset. It's just bad. Like Am like, I am okay, okay. Here's the thing. Am I what's allowed? Up? Am I allowed? You need to be nice, but you're allowed. I know I need to be nice, but here's the thing. Whenever I see an episode where, like, the characters are written impeccably, like, there's, mm-hmm. it's like, it's like, you had a good clip, there's really funny character interactions, I'm like, this is Cindy Morrow. Whenever I see a episode <laughs> that's written really witty, where, you know, you get the Star Wars wipe, or fucking Mayhem be Pamby, I'm like, oh yeah, that's M.A. Larson, yeah. obviously. Whenever we get an episode that's written like shit, <laughs> <laughs> that's so just mean. absolute absolute dog shit it's with like so a couple mean, of like but like whenever we get here's the thing here's the thing here's what she excels i can't at. even disagree at, with you she excels at visual gags she excels at bits in the middle of an episode and she does not excel at plots 
or character development. If she just wrote in the visual gags for other episodes, fucking knock it out of the park. Like, I think that the transitionary stuff in the middle was really fun. I think that the Donut Joe James Bond bit was really cool. I think that using Twilight as a deus ex machina for the fourth episode in a row that she's written is not fun. Sorry, AKR. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like what? her style of writing. I think it's bad and boring and stupid. I was I was curious, uh, like all this. I was trying to look at her like history, and I found a tweet that she made saying that I will not be writing on NLP in the near future. Uh, so many my episodes in season five will be my last, and I'm just like, maybe that's for the better. <laughs> maybe season six and seven will be better. Which is watch fine season because... six and seven be our favorites. You know what's insane is that so f- I've seen a I think up to seven a four is my favorite season so. That's fair. That's fair. Um, anyway, yeah, uh, D, what would I change about it? I, I'd write uh, the characters better. Try and find end. which episodes she works on. I don't like Mystery on the Friendship Express. I don't like Mystery on the Friendship Express. I don't like Dog and Pony Show. I know that this is just me bitching and boning now, but like, goddamn. Fuck, she, she did write a few that I like. God damn it. God damn it. She writes a few sometimes that, like, are okay. She gets she Ticket, better. She gets better. She wrote Ticketmaster with Faust. She wrote Follow Their Friends, which I think is a really weak episode. Oh, yeah. Uh, Bridal Gossip, <laughs> Apple Book Season just, S. Again, funny bits, but it's again, not it has its moments, well. but it's not a good episode. Like, yeah, here's the thing. Like, there there are some funny things here, uh, but like my main crux is that oh, it's a mystery episode. Mysteries are fun because you get to play along as the viewer and solve the mystery alongside the characters. No, you don't. Not in this one. Because how are we supposed to see anything? How are we supposed to know that anyone did any of this? <laughs> like. She wrote the gala. She did write the gala. She sure did. Uh, (laughs) Anyway, thanks for listening to Friendship. No, 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 we're not done. We're not done. I think I think we don't need to keep bitching about AKR. I think it's gone to the point. Can I bitch? Can I just bitch one more time about this episode? A little more. I'm sorry. I just does no one have any sense of impulse control in Equestria? No. You couldn't wait. Like no one. No one. What was the last time you said that they didn't have impulse control? What do you mean? When, uh, when did you... Oh, 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 oh I when, see what When have you said that before? Was it the gala? Probably. I just... I know they're cartoon characters. This is a cartoon. We're gonna do funny cartoon haha things. But, like, at some point, which line are we trying to tread? Because the previous episodes, they felt like actual characters that would behave in a way I would expect them to. And this is just... It's... uh, Here's... I am going to bitch about it just a little longer. I'm so sorry, everybody. I genuinely don't want to (laughs) be negative on this show as much as I can, except for when we're breaking his legs. When we're breaking (laughs) that little shithead's legs, featherweight, you can fucking die. But I try... I don't want to be as mean to real-life people. Um, The thing about her writing specifically is that they are now attempting to write a show with continuity they're trying to write a show that is not strictly episodic and is not strictly contained within its own episode akr episodes typically you can watch on their own you can watch them without any context they almost never tie into anything else around them and they are completely self-sufficient and that's fine but that's not the show 
these characters have gone through development they've gone through like emotional changes and they have growth in them and akr's writing does not reflect that it's like she didn't like, actually watch the rest it, of the exactly. show. Exactly. Like, when we look at it, it was revealed that everyone who took a bite, that includes Fluttershy. And I'm like, you Fluttershy? Yeah. Fluttershy ate yeah. the cake? It, Come yeah, on. no, because, yeah, no, it was shown that it was Rarity and it was Fluttershy and it was Dash. Fluttershy? Okay, Dash I can kind of see as having no impulse control. That doesn't really surprise me. Rarity, I'm like, mmm. I don't, I don't know. I'd like to think that she would respect the art and would be able to hesitate. But also, it did give us my favorite delivery of the episode of her just being like, mm, I, I ate the cake. You know, like, it's just so non, yeah. non, non blase. Uh, Fluttershy? That's insane. I think that's insane. I'm sorry, but uh, the idea of Fluttershy <sighs> taking a bite of the cake, I, you, she's the queen of, like, panicking. Don't you think that she would take a bite and then immediately be like, Oh no, oh no, I'm gonna get in so much trouble. The world's like, I can't imagine yeah, that she'd just be, not tell anyone. It doesn't, it just doesn't feel right to me. And I yeah. just, again, bring it back to the mystery. What fun is a mystery if there's no way to solve it along with the with our friends? You know, it's like, yes, we saw. Oh my saw... god, I figured out what it's written like. What? She's the Moffat of, of Friendship is Magic. The who? This is Sherlock. Yeah, th- yeah, this is a Sherlock Holmes. She's Ooh. no, what? no. She's it's Sherlock, Stephen Moffat, the show Sherlock. Oh, oh, the BBC Sherlock. Oh, the BBC Sherlock. That's what this is written like. I guess this is a twenty tens, huh? As the, it is, as they say, a smart person's mystery written by someone who's not smart enough <laughs> to write the mystery. That's really mean. That's really mean. I don't mean that in that I... way particularly. It's just not a well-written mystery. I don't I just, know why she decided man, to write a mystery. I just bad, love, bad episode. Bad episode. I love mysteries, but it, what's the point of a mystery where you can't? It's solve been almost with ten minutes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It just this is a bad one, y'all. Uh, hey, it's anyway, really good that it's behind us and that we have the finale up next, so that I can I can explode and talk mm. about my favorite villain in the entire show and just yes. Ooh, ooh, I'm so excited. <laughs> Yes, the next episode's gonna be fucking rad. Uh, Cancel that wedding part one and two, and that'll be the season finale of Friendship is Content season two. And then we'll have the Pony Awards. And then we'll have the Pony Awards. We'll talk about we got, our favorite background yeah. ponies, some of our favorite songs. We shout out the Patreon uh, members. Oh, we'll shout out the Patreon members. So if you're subscribed, you're gonna get your name in the next episode, which hopefully will be next week. Hopefully, it would be fingers cool. crossed. It would be it would cool be, if I didn't get super be, sick again. Yeah. Uh, Emily what, got do you have all any... her teeth dug out of her mouth. No, my teeth are gone. I have a beak now. It's much easier. That sounds easier. Yeah. While we wrap it up, let's give credit to the musicians. Yeah. The amazing song you heard at the beginning and end of this episode is the 10-year anniversary of No Matter What uh, by Violet Pony Silver, uh, featuring Silver Stripe and Nami. All fantastic artists. Go get their stuff. Like, right now. Just, like, go buy it. Yeah. Um... Our socials on Twitter and oh god, I always forget this. On Twitter, it's <laughs> on Finn Twitter and Blue Sky. It is Fim. Twitter is and Blue content. Sky. It's Fim. Fim. Fim is content. On Tumblr, it's friendship is content. And then you can also find us on uh, what am I trying to say? Uh, Bit.ly/fim is content will take you to our Spotify page and Patreon. 
facebook.com slash friendship is content, I think. I can't remember. Patreon.com slash friendship. <laughs> yes, patreon.com slash friendship is content will take you to our Patreon page. If you want to go to our Patreon page, we have a $3 tier, which is just sort of a tip jar. You can just throw us a little bit of money if you enjoy the show and you don't want anything. But if you want some extra stuff, like episodes early we're going to be doing some bonus episodes uh this live episode that we're going to be doing at the con will probably go up on spotify but future ones might not so it's always good to get in and also next episode the finale of friendship is content season two we're shouting out all of our patreon members so get in there even if you only subscribe for one month just to get your name said in a podcast you can do that (laughs) we won't we won't judge you it's fine I the think end. that's it. <laughs> that's, that's it, yeah. Uh, that's all we have to say. Uh, and now you get to listen to the 10 year anniversary of No Matter What by Violet Pody featuring Silver Stripe and Nami as it sees us off. Yeehaw! Yeehaw! Yeehaw!